0: Hey guys, welcome back to Unveil. This is your girl, Lady Rose. Okay, um, today's topic is the family foundation. So today I'm going to introduce you to my guests. Well, they're going to introduce themselves. And I'm going to my left-hand side. Do you want to introduce yourself, Seth?
1: Uh, my name is Jose Herrera.
0: Shoo! Welcome!
1: <laughs> my name is Mondo.
0: What up, Mondo? What's
2: going on? What up? Nancy. Well, you know what's up. Eh? She's not Letitia <laughs> <teacher> today. <laughs>
3: yeah. My name is Hi, Abilio.
2: Welcome.
4: And Aaliyah.
0: And my sister. Woo! Okay. So I really think the, uh this topic is very important because um, our foundation is literally our parents, and uh, the root of our parents is our grandparents. So how we how we are brought up, how what the things that we're taught and what we saw says a lot about who we are. That's how I think. So it shapes us, um, especially when you get older. It either helps you or hinders you. It depends how you were raised, right? So I am going to ask my first question, whoever wants to go, we're in Coachella, relax. (laughs) 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 Okay, so um, my first question is to you guys, what are your childhood memories? Who wants to go first? If you don't answer, it's okay. I respect your (laughs) Yeah.
4: Okay, well, I'll start. So growing up, it was um, four siblings and my mom and dad. Um, my dad and mom always had like marital problems. All the time. And so they would always go back and forth. Um, my dad had probably like a drinking problem that maybe uh, like uh, escalated. escalated or got to a, a different problem. Yeah. Um, and I think that he still struggles with that. Um, but uh, I think they divorced probably in my uh, middle school so i think that always um kind of stayed with me yeah um i think we were a family that we didn't get a lot of parent um a lot of parent time a lot of family time yeah my mom had to work two jobs to support us and it was just a really tough time and i think we were raised by our two older sisters who themselves are lessons and they don't know yeah um but basically we were raised by ourselves we were raised by ourselves We struggled, but we survived, and yeah. I just I'm, I'm kind of like if like in retrospect think like back like wow we actually end up really good knowing that we could have probably end up really bad, especially though how we were raised yeah. yeah in the place the environment I mean yeah in yeah. the environment that we grew up in, um, the fact that we didn't really have a strong father figure, and you know honestly even a mother figure because she was too busy working really yeah. hard for us. So that's kind of like how we were brought up. Yeah. And how, you know, the foundation uh, wasn't really solid, but somehow we survived. And I always think that that was because of God. Yeah. He had a purpose for for us. us. Yeah. I really do think that it was, he was really watching over us. Yeah. He
0: was. Yeah. Because I'm in mean, a sense you're my sister, you know, I have to yeah. you know, follow up. We with share her. the same memories. Hello. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> how, whenever we think about my memories, I think about that as well, that my dad let, booked it, right? He wasn't there. My mom had to work two jobs, et cetera, et cetera. But also the environment that we were in, like where we lived, like, I remember Pinto, he was a cholo, mm-hmm. and then um, I, he was really cool, but he ended up dying, you know? Yeah. He got stabbed to death, you know? Yeah. So that's the type of environment. We always saw cops running out, you know, helicopters, everything. Uh-huh. So, and then we have another uh, cholo, like, right in front of us, right? Mm-hmm. He got locked up, came out, got killed in his house, yeah. right? Yeah. So we were kind of raised by, like, literally the hood, you know what I mean? But yet, we were all four women mm-hmm. and one man. But we weren't like scared. I guess we were so used to that mm. that it was natural to us. Yeah. You know? And I remember this guy, Pinto, um, he always told us, um, because I would hang out with his uh, nieces, um, he always told us, like, always watch your back. And I was like, I didn't know what that meant. I was a little kid. You know what I mean? What, what's going on? My back. My back out, you know? But I didn't know. <laughs> now I understand, you yeah. know? But how you are with other people you know, it will come back to you, right? So another thing that mom, my sister said right now is that since we didn't have parents, we had only each other. Mm-hmm. I think that's why we're so close, because we literally, it was, we're the youngest ones. Yeah. You know, all our sisters were me.
4: Yeah, we think, would play Barbie's fight all the time. All the but, I said, but I always
0: wake <laughs> up. <laughs> you know, and then we, thankfully, we had a second mom, which is my aunt that took us in. Because the crazy part is when my parents divorced, um, my mom's family like disowned my mom because yeah. oh, at that time divorce was not allowed so we didn't have no family members taking us in taking care of us only our aunt. so i remember my aunt would tell me mija stop saying backwards no se mira bien una mujer. you know what i mean yeah. i was like que la fresada, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: she will always
5: correct
0: yeah, us. She, oh, she's the one who corrected us and yeah. i think she kind of like maneuvered our walk you know yeah. she corrected it mm-hmm. so I'm very grateful for that um, so you
4: but had that. yeah yeah.
3: You yeah, I think it.
0: that she
4: knew that that's, that's what so- we needed we needed that we needed the just the instruction yeah. of a mother and like what to say why not to say how to behave what not to behave I mean, she was old school too. She was saying you always have to like learn how to cook and blah blah. blah. Mm. And even though I would be like, um, I'm not gonna cook, I'm not gonna serve, you know, <laughs> but Still I don't. I'm doing that right now. <laughs> but it just she just showed us the role of a you know of a, of a female, of a Mexican female. You know, again, that's she's old school. <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: And for those feminists out there, that <laughs> yeah. I'm just letting you know, this is something yeah. that we grew up in. I appreciate.
0: Yeah, yeah, that culture. So yeah. that's a little bit backstory of how I remember our growing up, right? So, all right, let's see what we're
3: we'll braving. Yeah, I'll spit okay. okay, it My childhood was dope. Yeah? Yeah, I was dope. I had, you know, my both parents raised me.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I was the only child for four years. So, mm-hmm. you know, there was a lot, of, uh, a lot of good things, like, as far as, you know, the, the the only child always gets whatever the hell he wants. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. my pops worked a good job. My mom worked a really good job. Yeah. We just happened to live in the hood. Yeah. So you can't help that. No. Yeah. You know, I grew up in Second Street. Mm-hmm. And I saw a lot.
0: Yeah, right? Yeah. I
3: saw a lot playing with the homies and coming home. You know, mm-hmm. you hit that little alley in the back and you see fools slamming and OD'd fool. Or not od but like fools crashed out. Yeah. You see food's getting jumped in, you hear the shooting and all that, but then you go home and it's like a whole different world. Yeah. Because my parents, they're all you know, they're, they're cool. Yeah. You know, they raised me right. So, it was, a, it was more of a, they were just comfortable living there, mm-hmm. but we didn't have to live there. Yeah. You know? Then we moved to Baghdad Street. That was horrible. Yeah. You know? Uh, right next to Baghduma Park then we moved to Ponderosa finally it's like okay Ponderosa I was like looking around the first night I'm like damn this is a sissy ass neighborhood <laughs> <I'm there too. laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was looking around I took a stroll and I was just like wow ain't you know ain't nothing that and there ain't nobody active out here it's like yeah. it's so you know I had a good childhood though good nice. upbringing and my you know with four brothers you know um it was it wasn't that we got it wasn't that I got what I wanted yeah but I was tired like hey look you, your tia's offering you a job You can go work with her And you know Get your own things If you want and So I took it up And I think that's where My little hustle started Oh okay From my mom From okay. my mom and my pals To tell me hey You know we'll get you What we can But if you know They're offering you highly You might as well get it Yeah So they,
0: they kind of Raised you to be more Responsible for yourself Yeah Okay And as the
3: oldest You know What are you gonna do You got three other You know Three other brothers Right So if You know if you want some, you got to get it yeah so, for sure. but yeah overall it was a cool cool childhood man Good. You know, a lot of good memories with the homies a lot of good memories with cousins and yeah. sleepovers and we always did the sleepovers and you know we always had the cool house the quote-unquote cool house on the block yeah you know everyone always over and my mom always cooking for everyone kind of like linda status you know oh, that's why i love linda way, so yeah. much because it reminds you of your mom yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was us mm-hmm. on Second Street and, nice. and, and on Baghdad Street, especially Second Street. Yeah. You know, shout out to uh, the Carmonas. Hello and the Free Angel, Free Angel. Hello. But um, you know, yeah, so it was it was cool. I had okay. a cool little upbringing for sure.
1: Nice. Yeah.
0: nice.
1: Who wants to go next? Should we just give to another question? Yeah. I'll go I'll go next. Oh, I'll go what? next. Look at you. <laughs> I was just you know, letting everybody, everybody okay, go for Yeah, it. I'm not I'm not scared. No. Oh. <laughs> no so so uh you know you know that's you know listening to Mondo you know you know a lot of people would say oh well you know you had it all or like you know and that's not how I look at it. I think that's a blessing you know right. to have yeah um both your parents and stuff so me growing up I had like a lot of different um episodes like so so when I was younger, I grew up in, I, I was born in Mexicali, first of all. Oh, okay. Um, and, uh, growing up, you know, I remember, uh, just, uh, out, when I was out there, you know, it, it was rough. It was real rough. You know, a lot of people, uh, robbing, you know, uh, oh, like that. a lot of people, okay. uh, killing, shooting, you know, stuff like that. So, um, my mom, you know, she was young. My parents were young. They had me when they were, like, 16. Oh, yeah. So, my dad, uh, uh, my life, well, when, when I was little, you know, uh, out there, he was always doing heroin. He was a heroin addict. So, um, most of the stuff that I remember was, like, crazy stories, you know. Or I remember, him, like, seeing him, yeah. you know, with the needle in his arm. Uh, oh, shit. And, you know me being a kid, you know, and, uh, but it was to me at that time, you know, it was normal. It was, right. it was like, that's all, you saw. that's all I knew, you know, yeah, that's, normal. that's all I knew. Yeah. So, um, you know, now when I think about it, 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 it kind of, it does hurt me because then I think about my kids now, you know yeah. what I mean? So that's why I feel like that, you know, but, um, you know, I lived there till I was about I want to say four years old oh, okay. and uh uh you know and all those memories are still very it's rooted in vivid you, you know yeah. like I remember this stuff I remember uh you know a guy got shot with the shotgun in front of my house you know oh, and yeah. you know my grandma would be like don't go out there you know and then you know uh yeah as a, as a, you know it was very um a lot of gang activity my dad was very much in in the gang you know and and he was a very heavy addict, so I remember, like, the police chasing us, and, you know, on the bike, you know, and Damn. then, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. shit like that, you know, so, um, and it just, for a long time, I, I, I hated him, you know, yeah. because when I got to my teenage years, you know, I remembered that, and mm-hmm. I was like, man, fuck that guy, yeah, you know, but now I, I think about it differently, you know, I see it differently, you know. But it was tough. So when when I uh, when I turned four, I was about four and a half. Uh, my uncles they they would bring people and drugs across the border, mm-hmm. and they had a house right in front of the border. So uh, when I turned that age, they're like, "Okay, school's gonna start." So they wanted me to come over here and start school. Yeah. So like, I don't know. They just made the, the choice, you know. At that time, everybody wanted their kids to come yeah. to the U.S. and have a better life, you know. Mm-hmm. So so. They told me one day, yeah, say about your grandma, say about everybody, we're leaving. And yeah. they took me, and uh, there was like a, I remember there was a piece cut, cut out on the on the border, you know. They pull out the fence and put it back, you know, when they're done. So we ran across, they pulled the fence out, we ran across. Uh, the border patrol started coming, and, and uh, you know, we're in the desert. I remember uh, I was wearing these black plastic, like, well, they're like, Cheap rubber shoes from Max, you know. Yeah. So I remember running in the desert and I remember my feet were burning. They were Gosh. burning because it was so hot, you know, yeah. it was in the summer. And they're like, oh, here comes a dug duck, duck. Oh,
5: <laughs> <yeah>. You just <laughs> dropped.
1: So you just, you know, you throw yourself. So anyway, so you know, those are the kind of things that I remember. And yeah. when I came, you know, my uh everybody else got picked up by somebody, but I got picked up by one of my uncles on this side of, of, of the border, you know. Oh, okay. um, and the first thing he did is he took me to McDonald's, and that was the first time I ever had a Happy Meal. Mm-hmm. No way! Uh, and uh, I remember that, you know, that whole day I remember because it was so life-changing, you know. Yeah, like, did and, you feel and,
0: like um, a new chapter? Did yeah, feel, it, it definitely,
1: it felt like everything that was uh, in my life before was, like, it was done, like yeah. It was like something yeah. new so that's why I mean like I had different episodes yeah. you know and, and then I came out here and everything was so different I didn't talk English you know uh
0: yeah
1: like I, I it was so it was hard you know like when I first came it was hard like the kids like there was kids that talked Spanish so like if I needed to go to the restroom I couldn't tell the teacher because yeah. she didn't understand me yeah. you know so like they pretended I would just get up and go you know I'd be trying to tell her if she understood so I'd leave and then I would get in trouble yeah. um, I was used to like fighting you know yeah. out there and here like you can't fight you know mm-hmm. so it was it was oh, very God. different like yeah. uh, when I went to school in kindergarten I remember fighting and and, and like to me it was like you fight for yours anyway yeah. that's how it was you know that's how it was yeah. Yeah. back at home you know so when I came here like I had to adjust uh you know to everything so yeah. it was uh and then and then you know I came here and then I started a uh move to like a bad neighborhood here so then uh started you know another chapter of my yeah. life there yeah. you know so that's kind of like my beginnings you know how that's your memories. so so yeah so it was
4: for for four year old to be running so hard and just burning mm -hmm. and i'm like wow and you're still that in your head still vivid Mm -hmm.
1: yeah and you know what it's it's crazy that you know that i'm saying this because i don't tell this story to yeah to nobody so like this is like maybe my wife you know what i mean so it does touch like um something, you know, and yeah. and in there. So No,
0: I feel it. I feel it. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I just like you know, I just wanna like you touch on a lot of things that I'm like, wow, a lot of people can relate to you. But yeah. the trauma that you you that you witness, you know, the exactly, things that yeah. you've yeah. been through and the things that you've seen at such a tender age. Yeah. And now that I think about my children, for them to see that, to yeah, see that, what... to feel that, to my God Just
3: just imagine neighborhood, right? Yeah. Y'all are in one house. He's in one house. She's in one house. On right. I go. We're all friends.
5: Yeah.
3: And this is literally me, right? Yeah. I don't know what y'all got going on.
0: Exactly. Behind closed doors. I, I just know, different. like,
3: hey, when I go to you know so and so's, his mom's never there. Yeah. Now I go so and so's, and his we're always taking cartons of cigarettes to his to his tíos. He has a lot of deals. Yeah. We don't know what the hell's going on exactly. in other households. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm real cautious with my kids. Yeah. Because of my experiences. Know. So I don't let them just go to anybody's house. Cause I remember what I saw. Yeah. You know That's what I'm right. saying? Like, hey, wait, hey, Red, hey, go take this. You know, take this to your tio. We're always taking packages to the tio. Yeah. Little did I know it was you know rolled up joints. You know, and so it's crazy. It's, yeah. You know, yeah. You don't know who. You don't know what everyone's going through. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like for us, we didn't see what happened to our father because he booked it, right? But we saw little stories kind of similar. Like I remember seeing my dad because the paletero was passing by. So I wanted money, so I took his wallet. But then I saw a Coke, a bag in his wallet, right? right. And I didn't know what it was. I showed my mom. She told me, like, show your grandma, which is his Mm. mom. And I did, and she just covered it up. She was Mm -hmm. like, okay, don't tell nobody. Like they kept that all in the low low, Mm -hmm. right? But right now, because of that, yeah my dad is an addict
2: yeah i don't know where
0: he's at like what he causes when he's sick but that's about it you know so it's kind of like he struggles with the the disease and we
4: never saw it we never witnessed it i mean we saw some of the behaviors and it was just confusion Mm -hmm. and i felt like we can never talk about it that was always something that was
1: never spoken and i think i think you know that's something that uh and a lot of mexican families you know They, it's like, oh, don't talk about it. Yes. And and that's mm-hmm. wrong. Yes. You know, it's wrong. Uh, things need to be addressed. Exactly. And, and, uh, you know, the kids, like, they know. They know. So you need yeah. to be honest. Yeah. You need to be honest to the kids. You need to tell them the truth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, address problems. Because uh, when you don't address the problems, usually they become something bigger. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, it's like they
0: feel like we can't take it or we don't know. Yeah. But we know. Yeah, we feel it. We and they, feel that it's, it's
4: for a kid not to be acknowledged because then his feelings don't,
1: doesn't matter it's exactly. like it's, yes yeah his
4: his his what what he or she feels it's not it doesn't matter whatever feelings that they have it doesn't matter so what kind of message
0: are we giving our children when we're not talking about serious stuff exactly it's kind of like oh you know we could hide it from you but they're gonna find out anyways we always do
2: you know so mostly they hide it because they care about what people are gonna say yeah and
0: that's what's wrong because they don't care what we think you know like if you like i remember telling my dad straight out like i'm not gonna give you money i'm not gonna give you anything i'll help you with food but i'm not gonna give you nothing like you could tell you could lie to everybody but you're not gonna lie to me like i already knew what he was doing because i wasn't dumb you know, yeah. so I told him straight out, like, you're not getting money from me. It's just food, or I'm taking you to the hospital when you need when you get sick. That's all. Yeah. And he knows that. That's all he calls me for. That's all. Yeah. Right. I can't do that.
1: That's, I have
0: to. So I, it's because like you have to be strict with them, or also. And it's hard. Yeah. yeah. They'll Take it. Yeah. They'll Take yeah. advantage of it. Yeah. Tough love. Yeah. For sure. And I'm tough. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> you are.
1: Yeah. Definitely.
0: Okay. So thank you for sharing that. That was very yeah. deep. I almost yeah, cried, but my makeup. Sure, sure. I, I never expensive. wore makeup, <laughs> 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 so I was holding it in then, Thanks a lot, that's good, no, okay,
1: so, well, that was, this, that was a good, just, the icebreaker, yeah, you did
0: know, it, so good, yeah, shoot, sure. I'm gonna have you more again, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next question, how was your relationship with your parents growing up, what was your experience, you know, from your perspective, like, was it close? how was it, I don't know, who wants to, you wanna go, Nancy?
2: Yeah. Okay, both <laughs> Tell me how it was, girl. <laughs> you know, for us, it's so weird because um, it always felt so awkward, like, when it's someone's birthday, mm-hmm. like, to hug or say, oh, happy birthday. Yeah. It felt so freaking awkward. Like, I never did it. We never did it when we were young. No, never expressed love. No, but we do a little bit now that we're older, mm. but back then, it was, like, so hard. It's so hard for me, mm. like, for us. Yeah. I think for, for them, it was more easier, but they would try, but... It was just so weird. It wasn't like something where my I, my mom would ever say like, "Oh, Miha, like um, I love you. anything like that, like I love you." I never like never got something like that from my mom. Yeah. Not wow. never like since yeah. I was young. Even though I know she loves me. Right. Yeah. It's just the way we express our love is so It's more with action. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's more with actions. Mm. How about your dad? The same, but he, he shows it more. Oh yeah. really? Okay. Yeah, like when it's our birthday, he does you know say his happy birthday, he won't let it be all awkward and shit. But <laughs> all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's just the only thing. Okay.
0: Yeah. E, uh, new guest over there. I'll, I'll
6: go. <laughs>
2: <Sure>. <laughs> uh, my relationship
6: with my parents. Uh, well, first of all, I, I can relate to the two of you. Okay. Tremendously to all of you. What's going on? Um, you know, I lost my father at an early age and okay. I was raised by my mom, single parent. And uh, just like you guys offside, thought, we lived at the Campo Gobierno out here in Indio. I mean, when oh. we are talking about hood, it was hood back yeah, then. It it really was, yeah, it really was, yeah. And it's, everybody's experiences, man, they are theirs and they're so traumatic, especially us growing up. Um, it's not fair for any child to do that, but I think our parents back then, only do the best that they can right, right. Whatever yeah. and so for me like my relationship with my mom i think she tried to cover all the chaos that was going around me mm-hmm. you know like everything you guys talked about the shooting i experienced that as a little kid you know playing out there with marbles and gunshots going over our heads and yeah. our parents trying to make it like it's not a big deal, but it was a big deal, but then we have to normalize that, yeah. right? And you, you know, just like earlier when the, when the shots were yeah. like, what you say? We live in Coachella, but it's like that, it triggers you, yeah. It, it yeah. goes yeah. right back to that childhood memory. It just goes right there. But my mom, it was, uh, she's amazing. Yeah. I mean, she, I, I'm the man I am today because of her. And, um, okay, good. That's right. you know, today our relationship is a little different because she's got dementia. Oh. Okay. And I can tell you, growing up, sitting at the kitchen table like this, and just having conversations about just anything. Mm-hmm. She taught me how to really appreciate, you know, just people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, really just uh, take it because she saw me going on a path where I was angry because mm-hmm. I lost my father because of he got killed, and so this thing got in me where I was angry inside, so angry, I just wanted to. Like you say, growing up, you know, fighting, it was something that was, I don't know what it is, it's that fight or flight thing. And for me, it was just fight. I just wanted to fight and protect myself from everybody. And, um, but she was always there, like just comforting me and talking to me. So good. yeah, it was great. So today it's a little different because she has dementia, but but yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. How do you think you, it's your relationship with our parents and Leah? Well, I think growing up I don't think
4: we had a relationship. I don't think yeah. I had a relationship with my mom. We never had someone like uh say, "How's your day?" or "Can I help you with your homework?" or you know, we were just the parents weren't there. I mean, I, they had a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. I I remember mom always being angry and upset and just
5: yeah.
4: stressed and and I you know, I now I know why cuz I'm a mom and I and I see that um in you know I never I wish I had that growing up but you know that is what it is but one thing that I did get from her is her her drive and her working ethic I think mm-hmm. that's something that I kind of took from her like work hard and don't depend on anybody like yeah. that was something that she will always say don't depend on anybody don't depend on a man you get what you want you get it yourself yeah that's and right. so that's something that kept in my head um, now I feel like our relationship's a lot better. I can talk to her. I can, you know, be myself. And she's, you know, she's such a good mom. Like, I think now that she accepted Christ, I think that it changed her a lot. lot. She's She's more loving. (laughs) She's she's more loving. She shows it. She tries. And, I mean, she's always there. And she's always helping me and my kids. So, I'm just grateful for her. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: I didn't like my mom asking. <laughs> okay, that's true, you didn't. No, I really, I, 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 didn't like my mom because I felt when I was a kid, back then though. Right now we're cool, but back then I felt like she's the reason why my dad left us, right? Wow. I always blamed her because I was daddy's little girl. Like back then, before we found out about when he left, he, uh, he always defended me because my sister. So I was like gordita, you know. So everybody would make fun of me, right? And then, um, so my dad would be like, no, mija, tu comete la otra tortilla. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's okay. I got you, girl, you know? So I, 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 that, was, that was daddy's little girl. Like, that was my dad. So when he left, I kind of didn't mean to, but I blamed my mom. But I didn't know what was going on behind closed doors, right? I just saw her arguing with him because my dad also cheated on her. So that's why my mom was also upset. So for a very long time, I really didn't have a relationship with my parents. I was just, because I felt like a loss. Like I lost my dad, like the, oh, my hero, right? But now I know I'm like, oh man, no, you weren't here. <laughs> so, but back then that's how it was. Now it's changed. Now I'm like, okay, mom, let's talk. You know, we're building a relationship now, right? So it took a while though. But yeah, my relationship with my mom is growing up. It wasn't, it wasn't close. We weren't close at all. Yeah.
4: Do you think that maybe one of the, the part that you weren't close with my mom was because she also made you feel kind of bad sometimes?
0: Yeah, because of my weight, you know, like she always tried to put me on a diet, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. she always, you know, kind of talked down to me thinking that was going to help me to change, but that didn't uh, change me. That actually made me not like her more. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Saying like stuff thinking, oh, oh, she's not going to like this. So that's what she's going to want to change. No, it was the opposite for me. It's like, no, you're hurting my feelings. I don't Mm -hmm. like you. Go away. You know? So that's another good part. I'm glad you brought that up because for a very long time, she she uh felt the need to help me out right to lose the weight because I was really big but I didn't care I was happy I love food damn it <laughs> yeah
4: and I do remember her criticizing her and, and it always I always felt bad and you know my cousins and you know I always I never liked that you know? yeah I hated that and so that's why I have very sensitive to that topic and to weight and to body image. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't think my mom did it like you know, maliciously. Yeah. No, she no. Thought she was helping. Me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it wasn't, it was just hurting. Hurting. Yeah. 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 So that's another, yeah, that's true. Another reason why I didn't like my mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: How
1: was your relationship? Uh, oh, gracias. Thank you. Yeah. So, so my relationship with my, with my mom was, uh, uh, You know what? I had a very sweet relationship with my mom. Um, You know, uh, we were very close. You know, I was the only child Uh, until, you know, until I moved out here to, you know, to the U.S. Mm -hmm. Then uh, when I moved out here, uh, I had a, we had another, you know, I had a brother and, but my dad was like, he was out of the picture. He was still doing his drugs, yeah. so he was never around. So when we came out here, um, we moved to a, a neighborhood where it was like, a, you know, it was a, it was a bad neighborhood. There was a lot of, you know, gang activity going on and it would happen right in front of my apartment, you know, where everybody would hang out at. People would get jumped into the gang and stuff like that. It would happen right in front of my house so since my dad was never around my mom started talking to one of the guys you know Mm. in the gang and uh uh they got together so so i was around all that stuff they would give me like guns go take them in the house the backpack with the drug the cops are coming go take it in the house so you know at that age i was already hiding guns and i remember you know i would uh that was from from kinder to second grade, oh, that I that I remember this happening, yeah. So, so when I, after that, you know, my mom got with this dude and they got more serious, and they decided they were gonna leave to Arizona, and uh, you know I wasn't gonna come. I wasn't gonna come with. So, I uh, ended up staying with one of my aunts, and my aunt raised me, mm-hmm. and. Uh, so um you know i i lived at that at that place in that area for a while and, and in this neighborhood you know, and then when I moved with my aunt, it was like a little town like like it was real quiet like it was talking. yeah, you know <laughs> it did was you get <laughs> used to it was very it was very different, and uh you know me and my mom she like you know we grew up uh we grew up poor you know so But, you know, when you don't have money, you know, uh, it's like people are more affectionate. You know, like my mom was very affectionate with me, like, like, oh, ho. like she always took care of me, you know, and then once, you know, uh, I moved with my aunt, like, it was like how she's saying your relationship with your mom is like, because now, like, I look at her as my mom, my aunt, you know, Um. Because she raised me, you know, since I was little. And that's the kind of relationship that we have. She's very, well, when I was younger, she was very tough, you know. And, like, I would cry, like, I would have missed my mom. And yeah. she'd tell me, enough already, stop crying. Or, like, you know. And to me, it's like, I was a kid, you know, I missed yeah. my mom. But she was like, fuck, shut up already, you know. Yeah. So our relationship was like that. Like, like I had to toughen up. And I had a, you know, we didn't, like. Birthdays, I hated birthdays, I hated Christmas. All my life, I hated, yeah. you know, after I left from, from, you know, from over there, you know, it was, like, You hated different.
4: birthdays and Christmas because you were reminded of your
1: parents? Because, no, because uh, it was awkward, like, it was, like, no love. It was, like, a pr- oh, oh like here's a your cake. present, and here's your cake, and yeah. a hug, you know, like, maybe, or, like, but it wasn't, like... It didn't you feel. That real, it, yeah, like you don't feel. It doesn't feel the same. You know yeah. what I mean. So, you know, and, and growing up, like you like get that fake shit out of here. You know, so you you yeah. built that like, you know, and I, and that's why. And, and you know, I built that that that. You know, growing up, you know. I think because my aunt was real young and I was real young, so when we when I moved with her, it was more like a. Like, a, I was more like a little brother to her. Mm. Um, but she was, you know, she was taking care of me. She was an adult, you know, so I think she kind of like, uh, we would we would just bump heads a lot, you know, I don't know. It was hard for us to yeah. get along. And it just, it was always like that. So, so uh, my relationship with her was always real tough. And now to this day, you know, like we're not very close. Mm. We're not close, but you know, I, I um, I try to talk to her. Like, I, I, I now, like, now, before I, I would stay away, but now I, I try to come around more. Like, you know, I bring my kids around, like, we hang out with them more and stuff. But, you know, for a long time, I, like, it was, it was like a resentment kind of thing. I don't know, you know, and, and, uh, it was hard for us to get along. You yeah. Know? And it was awkward, like, you know. So that was kind of how I grew up.
4: Yeah. Was she married? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so, so, okay, so that, so when I moved with her, she was married, and, you know, um, her husband, you know, he was like the, I've never had a father figure, you know. So yeah. when, when I moved with them, you know, he was like the best father figure, oh. and still to this day, you know, but um, along the way, she was like, I don't know what happened, you know, but she left him. And she got with some other dude. So then that too kind of made me like.
0: Oh
1: shit, another one left. Yeah, and like, and and it, you know, I resented her because I felt like she left him for this new guy. And like, he was my dad. Like, that was the, finally I had a dad and like, Mm -hmm. now I don't. don't, You know what I mean? So, and then it just got like, at that point, like she started getting like crazy. I started becoming a teenager. Um. Yeah, yeah. So that's when, like, oh man, everything just started getting yeah. crazy, you know. So, yeah. but that was like that was my relationship growing up with my parents, you know. So, yeah, it was a lot of a lot of crazy stuff going on in, um, in my young younger age, it you sounds know. Like it, yeah. Yeah. So. Wow, that is a lot of levels. Where?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still standing. I know,
5: mm-hmm.
3: It's hella strong. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um. Well, I feel like I'm hella blessed because my relationship with my pops was dope. It still is to this day. I mean, we well, were just. Well, good for you. We were just. <laughs> I mean, uh, we were. We were, we were <laughs> yo. Hey, everyone's all like, nah, nah, nah. Take it was me. You know what I mean? And then here, here I come. You know what I'm saying? Good. That's yeah, a good but thing. like we, we were, you know, like we we're just chopping it up with him right now, and it's like that on the yeah, regular. He's a great
1: guy. His dad is a great
3: guy. It, you know, and um, I, re- I love the fact that he put me up on game though, like like a father should, and yeah. I do that with my kids. Yeah.
5: Because
3: he was like, "Look, bro, you're gonna eat all that shit. You're gonna eat whatever my, your mom makes because mm-hmm. this is how I had it." So he he told me straight up, "Hey, un pinchi plato con tortilla." frijoles de chile you era una fiesta
0: yes yeah.
3: so a la chingada yeah and I was like god damn like is this true I had to fact check them and I did and it was true
5: I'm
3: mm-hmm. surprised you didn't smack me for fact checking
5: them but
3: we had it bad she was like we had it bad 15 yeah 15 siblings you know what I'm saying uh, my mom same thing they had 12 siblings yeah my mom was very loving uh considering the way she was brought up mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying she was very loving no. and uh, she didn't have that oh, okay. so i'm sure she she's the one who made the change
5: yeah
3: you know what i'm saying like it stopped it stopped with her yeah because she was way different to what my grandparents are so i was very fortunate to have like uh loving parents and parents that are still there together to this day nice. you know what i'm saying yes. yeah yeah so that's that It's weird because that's what I wanted to show my kids, mm-hmm. you know, so, solid foundation, solid parenting, you know, and then here I go splitting up. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect that, but it is what it is. I'm still going to show them what's up. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. You know, they're still going to know what's up regardless. So, you know, stuff happens and it, it is what it is. So, like I said, my pops put me up on game with a lot of things and he helped me recognize like, yo, like, yeah, we're getting you this, but. Understand, like it is, it didn't come easy for me or your moms. Yeah. So I got pictures of my mom sitting on the on the Uva box on her lunch, underneath the grapevines, and here she goes retiring from the Riverside, uh, the county of Riverside. Wow. So, you know what I'm saying? So, I saw that, and I got put up on that real early. So I was able to to recognize, like, yo, they came a long way. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think a lot of kids really do that. Mm-hmm. So so I was glad that they did that. Yeah. You know, because I put that in my kids' heads. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah.
0: Nice. Okay. Um, where are we at? Number three. Did you have family members who taught you something that you still hold on to to this day? Like, kind of like an advice or, you know, something that is stays in you with you? Okay. So the fond memory that I could have, um, hmm. I think it would be again, my, uh, my mom, you know, like you said, you know, how you were talking about that, you know, no, you know, it's a woman, you have to depend, depend, right. But for me, I think what stayed the most when she, uh, one of her, uh, sayings was that since she was raising four girls, she really planted, well, I, I, it planted in me, I don't know why it grabbed hold on me that she said that a woman's, um, the only thing a woman have, has here on this earth is her Her um, yeah, like her her dignity, her dignity, her name, her name, basically. So how she's talked about says a lot about her. Mm. So meaning, don't be easy. Exactly, your reputation. What a woman has, you know, going on for, especially like her time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because at her time, a lot of women didn't have, you know, a lot of say or. You know respect or whatever so that's why um that stayed in me and that's why it kind of it took hold on me and i took pride that you know um I, I wasn't just with anybody you know what i mean i nobody nobody could say oh yeah me too i had her oh yeah me too you know like i took pride in that so that stayed in me and that and, the, and now i see what she meant you know um it's okay if you go do your thing right but guys do talk you know what i mean so that's small yeah. valley it, it, especially in this valley it's so small, you know. No, not even. I could be in L.A. and be like, oh, man, I know you. <laughs> you know, so yeah. you, you never know. It's a small world. So for me, I always hold on to that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it just, I, I have to look out for myself. Like, yeah, my name, my reputation is a lot, you know. So, yeah, that's what stay with me. Yeah.
3: I think I'll just go based off what I said. It's basically what my pop said. Yeah. You know, the whole recognize what you got.
0: Yeah. Uh, I remember yeah. one time he
3: took me to the campus. Uh, the campos in Mecca,
5: mm-hmm.
3: and he was showing me the campesinos, and he went. We went in right inside in the in the heart of it. People in their cars, kids having a blast. No one knew they were like. Living, no one really recognized or the kids
5: mm-hmm.
3: didn't really recognize their situation mm-hmm. because it was normal to them.
5: Yeah.
3: But I was like, what the fuck, like, this is where they sleep. Yeah. He's like, yeah, this is where they sleep in their cars. And their vans and these, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They used to take a shower in that Rio right there. It was, a, yeah, the Rio. Yeah. Um, out in thermal. So it's crazy because we, we went in there to, like, swim. So we go in the Rio and people shower there and stuff. And so basically what I would say is his his uh, his uh talks were real humbling, mm-hmm.
0: even as a kid.
3: Yeah. And uh, that's one thing I'll never forget. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay.
0: All right, so, good? Okay, so next question. Um, How was your relationship with your siblings? Like with your sisters, with your brothers? Did you guys have any? I
6: did. Well, I did, um, I have two older siblings and two younger siblings, and I was talking to your sister earlier, and I'm the middle child. Yeah. So.
0: Oh, you're the middle I'm child, I'm the middle child. The middle child. Uh-huh. So you're
6: kind of you're like, I'm not. Yes, we <laughs> relate a lot. So it's, um, I'll tell you, there's a big age difference between me and my two older siblings. There's a 13 year gap. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. So, so that's, that's different. It's different, right? So for me, it's like our relationship with my siblings was more like a parental relationship. Oh, I see, okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was, a, it was like, I was a child. And then for my two younger siblings, my two sisters, it was it was amazing. It was cool. I mean, they always try to outdo me, you know, whatever it was, they tried to just team up on, you know, against me, whatever. And but it was awesome. But it taught me a couple of things. It was weird because being the middle child is like you have to live up to your older siblings and there was a lot of pressure that came with that. Okay. So you kind of become a perfectionist.
5: Oh,
0: okay.
6: My two younger sisters would probably look at it and say, man, this guy's OCD. <laughs> you know, he, why are you so hard? Why are you so rigid? Like, you know, I, I'm, this is this is the truth. I, my mom would always say, I've never experienced this with any of my kids. Like my dirty clothes, I would fold them. Oh, what? i put them in the, in the after. That's the kind <laughs> of kid that I was. I was just so wow. like, and it was, and I don't know if that's because of the middle child. Like I needed to be responsible for them, because again, growing up without a dad, it was like I became sort of the dad at that point. Yeah. So it was like you're the middle child, where you have to live up to your older older siblings, and then your you know little sisters. Now you have got to be like dad, and it was it was hard. It was hard, but our relationship was really cool with my two younger sisters. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, okay. I well, I was the baby of the house, so I got picked on a lot. Yeah, I got picked on a lot. However, I was... For some reason, I turned out to be spoiled.
4: (laughs) I don't know how. You got picked on a lot, but you also got a lot of attention.
0: Yeah. Maybe because I was the... for, For a very long time, I was the... The baby of even my mom's whole family. Yeah. So I was the gordita, you know, the baby, and everybody loved that. You know, who doesn't love a gordita? Yeah. Right. Yeah. right? What it, right? <laughs> so for some reason, I was very even in our neighborhood. Like everybody loved me. They wanted to feed me, and I just took it. You know. It like, <laughs> she she
4: got a lot of attention. I did. I you know, know and part of it was because she of was like gordita. she was really gordita cute. You know what I mean? So that's why I, I think... thought you were
2: hungry, so.
0: yeah, yeah. They wanted to kidding me, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, right? So, like, and I just told the pussy, you know, like, I'm not gonna fight, <laughs> go <with> it. I'm, <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna go with it, oh, I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna, gonna be, be rude. <laughs> I know, so yeah. So, for um, I don't know, like, uh, my uh siblings, I didn't like my older sisters, <laughs> I really didn't. No. We didn't get along because my older sister, she was never really there, she was either working or going to school, right? Mm-hmm. The second one. Um, she was the one that took care of us, She's right? Bossy, yeah, like, she was bossy, man. and we, me, especially me and her, were always bump texts because we have strong personalities, right? So I remember thinking to myself, when I grow up, ver, Me te voy a agarrar, te voy a agarrar bonito. I was like, I remember thinking that, right? And I did grow up. <laughs> I was opposite. Yeah. Sure. I was yeah. opposite.
4: I wanted to please her. Oh. I wanted okay. to every every time she asked me something, I will get for, get it for her and just. For some weird reason, I remember always trying to please her and give her stuff. Mm-hmm. Really? So I was kind of like Emilio said, like I was always trying to make sure that everybody was happy. And that's one of the characteristics of a middle child. Yeah. Which, let me let me read some of them. Oh, oh I'm sorry, I wasn't finished. Was <laughs> but okay, I'm gonna, bro, jump on it, girl. <laughs> They're reliable, conscientious, structured, cautious. Well, con- oh, wait a minute. This is the first one. Oh <laughs> <laughs> the first one so myself is this guy that's over easy. here,
0: that's you guys. Reliable,
4: conscientious, uh, structured, cautious, controlling achievers want to excel at everything. Yeah, that sounds like you. bask right. in parents attention. excellent. Yeah, back to me. <laughs> you're a pro of keeping the peace. You find creative ways to get attention. You been known to be a tad melodramatic. You're always been independent. What? You know the importance of being alone time and you are easy you're easy to
0: make friends. This is not a little Oh yeah yeah I have that too those
4: I babies. saved that too.
0: Little babies. <laughs> <laughs> and the babies of <laughs> the house. No yeah I just
5: first <laughs> yeah <laughs>
4: it says, so the last born child is often described as sociable, charming, loving, open. Nice. But <laughs> also temperamental, <laughs> irresponsible, self-centered. Yes, I am, I'm not going to lie. Birth odor is significant influence on, on the behavior of the adult. That's so, my
3: boogie right there. I think
4: that that applies to, I think you're charming, I think you're a uh, person's impression, you're very charismatic, um, you know, like, very lovable. You can't be when you in can your be own You can when time, you want to. <laughs> in your own time, but there also, oh, yeah. there's also some selfishness, yeah. you know,
0: with yeah. us. I awesome. do, that's why I don't want kids. I like my um, That's very selfish of me, especially as a woman. I don't want it. I like my freedom. I don't care. <laughs> that's very self-centered. Yeah,
5: that's yeah, true.
2: Is. Yeah. So, but for me, oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Go for it, my young okay. kid. <laughs> So I'm the second one. So there's my older brother, and then me, and then my brother and my sister. Yeah. So I was always the one who had to cook and clean. Oh, Nobody else. That I was your anything. responsibility. Yeah. I had to have the... Have, I had to know how to mop have all the dishes clean and food for my parents, so whenever they come home from work, they already have food. Technically, you were yeah. the firstborn then, because- like Why do I have yeah. to grow up so fast? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I remember like, you would I tell me do that. Do I would it. be like, what? And, and even though I would clean, <laughs> <does he cook? laughs> they would still complain that I didn't clean. Oh. So I'm like, oh. I need a freaking, like, you know throw some bleach somewhere they like, can smell something <laughs> <laughs> like i did yeah. clean you know it's like it was so unfair oh, Fabuloso. no <laughs> <laughs> you know, i some of that or something. Yeah, so i think yeah. i was more like i had to be more responsible yeah yeah Damn. because your brother was the oldest and he was
4: a
0: male yeah well,
2: yeah.
4: And then, yeah yeah in yeah, the, the mexican, mexican culture like they
2: they're like mm-hmm.
4: in
0: this pedestal so, they're like gods or something <laughs> yes. Yeah. for some I'm reason weird. But I do want to add I love my sisters now. I just wanna make sure. If you guys are are getting along now.
1: They're holding hands.
5: I
4: know. No, but it it was tough because no, now that I think about it, like we didn't like our older sisters because they were always you know like mean to us always ordering yeah. us around but we and, didn't know why though yeah because they were
0: young taking care of little
4: kids they would yeah. speak for us whenever we go to restaurants they will answer for us and they always had that you know you know that mentality that they have to take care of us mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and and for the longest time like i always felt like okay well we're older now like give me my respect you know like if i have an opinion don't like brush it off or dismiss it you know just listen and hear me out, yeah. you know, I, I'm my own woman now, but it mm, took a me while. More. Yeah, it took us a while, but I think that now we're kind of leveled, there's a level field where everybody's opinion is listened valid, to and yeah. valid and I like that and that's yeah. why it's working
3: now. I yeah. think my brothers would probably say the same thing Yeah, as the oldest. You were an asshole. Because asshole. I was, <laughs> I was a fucking, I was a fucking dick. Oh,
0: okay. Like, I
3: would fuck them Don't, up, like, <laughs> the back. Hey, like, I would, we would, I would put them in wrestling moves and, They'll just be watching TV. And I'll run up on them, put them in a hold, and tell them, tap out, tap out, you know? Like some big brother stuff. And I'm always smacking them and telling them, let's fight. And you know, stuff like that. Like real dumb. Like I think about it now, like, and we were all together one time, I go, damn, bro. Like, I apologize, guys. I know I was a dick. Damn. I know I was like, I was a, <laughs> I go, I know I was a fucking, I know I was an asshole growing up. And they're like, nah, not really, but I, I, I was. Yeah. I was. They were just being nice. I would prank them all the time, make them cry. Damn. Like, I was, I was horrible. I was horrible. I think I was horrible. Yeah. Like, I think about it now, all the pranks and shit I did to them. Damn. It's just like, bruh, like, I would have hated me. Like, I would have been pissed at me yeah, a lot. Yeah, I do like you. And, but now everything's gravy, though. Like, obviously, you know, things change. We all grow up and uh so our relationship now is real dope
5: okay
3: um but on 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 that side like my mom had my youngest brother when i was in eighth grade Mm -hmm. going to freshman year so my summers from there on sucked Mm -hmm. (laughs) because i had to stay home i had to watch the kid i had to change the diaper i had to make them food i had to feed him or like this ain't my kid. What the yeah. fuck? Like, everyone's hitting me up. Hey, we should go swimming at Bagduma and this. And I'm like, I can't. I got to babysit Duma, my little brother. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, babysit? Like, what the hell? <laughs> so, you know, I took I took on a lot of responsibility really early as the oldest. Yeah. So I will give myself that. And my brothers, though, like, as far as our relationship goes, as we got older, obviously, it got different. Mm-hmm. I just wish I would have been less of a, I guess, like, a, less of a a dick with them mm, especially okay. like when we when i was in high school i wouldn't let them hang out with me my my middle brother
5: yeah
3: i would have him do his own thing and shit like that so and he would always want to tag along and okay. i'd be like nah 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 mm-hmm. so you know i just kind of wish it would have been a little different but we're we're good now so oh, okay yeah but
0: good growing up right we, we have a lot of stories up. a
3: lot of pranks <laughs> i got them fools a lot
0: a lot <laughs> Do you want
1: to say this? Yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, I was, I grew up, you know, I'm the oldest and I have, I have a lot of brothers and a lot of sisters. Um, Why
0: are you smiling so hard? what you do? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you know what? It was, you know, growing up for me, it was cool, you know, because, uh, <clears throat> you know, my, with my birth mom, you know, I had one brother. Mm-hmm. you know, that I mentioned earlier. And uh, I always, I, you know, I always took care of them. I always took care of them. I was never, you know, it was different with me. I was never mean to them, like, um, because I kind of seen a lot of bad stuff already. Yeah. I think I wanted to, like, protect them. Yeah. And my parents weren't around all the time. So uh, I always, you know, I was very independent from a young age. I was already cooking you know I remember first grade I would come home and uh my mom was out working in the fields and and my dad was I was not around so I would come home and I would make myself some eggs and then I would go outside and you know go outside and play And nobody told me anything so when my brother came you know um I would take him outside with me and I would try to protect him I would fight kids because they would like push him over and I I was little you know so and then when I moved from there, you know, my aunt, she had she had her firstborn and then, you know, I helped like I she was my little sister, you know, so I took care of her. So I was always like uh, I always had a, a younger s- sibling to take care of, you know. Okay. And then uh, once um she got with with, you know, her her current husband, he had 3 kids of her of his own. So like it was two kids and I was five kids you know and then they had a kid so then it was six kids you know and that's
0: a lot of responsibility that scares me (laughs) and and then
1: and you know and it was like that and I was the oldest so I would have to take care of them I would I would clean the house I would wash the dishes everything you know and and, you know I would have to you know help them out and and feed them and stuff like that so you know it was a little bit different for me and and you know I it's crazy because I learned a lot of stuff, you know, it made me very independent and now like, you know, I know a lot of things that most, most guys don't, or don't want to do. Like, I'm like, I've, I've been,
5: I I've been, doing that, I've been <laughs> doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it was
1: just like, you know, I always was like, nobody's going to do it for me. I got to do it. Right. I got to do it by myself. Yeah. You know? So, um, that was me growing up, I was always taking care of people, so now, you know, um, I still feel that urge to want to help people, like, my friends, if, yeah. I, if, I, if I hear they're having trouble or something, you got like, it. I want to be there, like, I want to yeah. help, like, it's yeah. just that. It's a protector in Yeah, that. yeah, so that's how I grew up, always taking care of them, so now, yeah the same way, so.
0: What a difference! You know what I mean? Like you were an <laughs> asshole, yeah. and he was nice. I was, but uh, you guys were raised differently. I just so saw too much yeah, wrestling
3: and UFC, and I just thought everyone was a victim. I, I wanted to fight
1: everyone.
2: <laughs> yeah. I being kid. Yeah, The wrestling. Yeah, kid yeah.
1: He, 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 Yeah, and you I know, too. I was like a rough kid. I was a rough. Yeah, kid you got, you got a chance to have more of a. You know, of a childhood, I think, mm. and my mine was more like. A, I have to start being I have to start doing things that you know other kids, kids aren't yeah. doing. You know what yeah. I mean? So I think it was that's the difference. I think yeah. you know that I had a, I didn't have the chance to have that childhood because, you know, my life was like bouncing yeah. around, and I, had yeah. a, I was worried about like shit that kids shouldn't be worrying about. Exactly. You know yeah. I mean? so, yeah. See, like I was the kid... and I was a
0: spoiled yeah. brat. So right, I, I was the, like, the kid
3: watching crazy. wrestling. On, on the weekends with my with my grandma or with my cousins or whatever my my uncle, and then we would oh, just you know just wrestle, you know like we were having fun and yeah. stuff like me and my brothers even though they didn't want so I still got them in the moves <laughs> like type of deal. But so, mom, do no, you
4: think that maybe also you were rough with your brothers so that way that you know they can defend themselves? Oh and, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. okay, so I that would, was the that was you trying to prepare yeah. them from life. We or would go you know? we would
3: go in the backyard mm-hmm. and and a lot of. They, they would still, vouch, they, we still bring these up today, these stories up today. Like, my brother, my two brothers and their friends, so about seven kids, not kids, because we were, they were already in, like, freshman, sophomore year, I would tell them, right, all of you versus me, I want y'all to jump wow. me, but don't go easy, just jump me. Yeah. And they'd be like, this guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I would, they would, I would make them, I would, I would rush them, and I would tell them, nah, let's go. And they finally one day they like they almost they almost almost blacked out one day. Wow! Because they, they 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 strategically got me down. Uh-huh. Everyone had a limb, right? They got Everyone had a limb. Off. And, and and the dude, I remember George. He got me in a choke, <gasps> and I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna, I'm out." Yeah. I'm out. This was gonna make me black out. Yeah. And I was already feeling myself going out, so I bet him. He's <laughs> yeah. like, fucking biting me. Is yeah. that boxer
0: or Tyson?
4: Like, yeah,
3: yeah, Tyson. And I'm like, I'm not going out like this, look hey, They're not gonna know what to do.
5: Yeah.
3: So I bit that fool. I told this fool, this box. Yeah. Uh, John, John, the photographer. I told him, hey, I told him this box. All right. As soon as I knew I wasn't gonna get him, I took him off. Waited for that one swing and got him in the wrestling hole Took his hey, ass down real geez. like that. <laughs> So that's the kind of—that's right? the kind of brother I was. Like I was just like, look, I it's someone—it's not always gonna end the way you think it exactly, is. It's always yeah. gonna nobody's you know, gonna
0: play fair all the yeah. time. Yeah.
3: that's yeah. what I told him. True. I go, you you got long arms on me. Yeah. I ain't gonna go to toe with you. I ain't stupid. Yeah. I was in wrestling twelve years. I know to get your ass down on the ground real quick. Yeah. So I got his ass on the down on the ground, and he was like, that is cheating. <laughs> 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 that's cheating. I'm like, hey fun. man, when the street fight, the street fight. You know what I mean? So I was that older brother for sure.
0: So yeah. growing up, did that help you guys? How you were with your siblings? Because I know growing up, since I was a oh, baby, yeah. it kind of I lived a reckless life in my twenties, you know, because I didn't have the responsibility. Let me like add. You guys do. Yeah,
3: let me add to that though. I was brought up tough. Okay. By my uncle Puff. Oh. So oh, maybe that had a lot to do know, with it I too. I think so.
4: Yeah. That I mean, fool would We're a product of our environment. Yeah. So I think that not only does People or children grow up to be the way they are by their parents. It's a, their that is the foundation, but also we're a part of our environment. So yeah. that's what like, we're
0: influenced by our peers, by people that we look, look up to.
4: Yeah. You know, like so. that
0: saying, it takes a village to raise a child. Yes. It literally does. It's your, everything you're
3: The older yeah. cats would have us put on the, the the gloves. Yeah. I hated boxing. I was never good at boxing. But we would throw them on and we would just go at it, you know? Yeah. and that's just how I grew up. I grew up. I'm telling you, like, yeah, c- shit was cool at home. Yeah. But I fucking grew the up outside, tough.
0: yeah.
3: I grew up in a tough area. Second Street was no joke back then. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then they would make us fight. Well, I lived in Fifty Two, so. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> they would they would make us fight and 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 they would we would get into scraps and, you know, like some tough kids growing up. Yeah. So I kind of did it did. Turn over to So me, being, you
0: know. as, of, as for right now, do you think that helped you? That
4: shaped oh, for you in sure. a good way? Oh, for sure. Yeah?
3: For sure. Yeah. I think
0: it helped, but it
4: also, it also kind of hindered me with other things. Mm-hmm. It helped me to be tough and to not take everything so personal. And helped me like to be you know understanding. I feel like I'm very understanding and I listen to people. But it also, at work, I'm, I'm always told to
0: speak up more. Mm. Speak, speak up more at work. Because our sisters are well, they didn't listen to you, so that stayed in you. Yeah,
4: that stayed. So who's gonna listen to me? Yeah, who's gonna listen? Who cares about what I have to say? Like yeah. no one cares mm. about my opinion. So why should I even say anything? Yeah, uh, and I think that sometimes that 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 doesn't help me because I feel like. Well, maybe this is a stupid question. Maybe I shouldn't ask it. Like I second guess myself all yourself. the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I doubt and myself. You yeah, yeah. I'm so like notorious about like always second guessing myself. Always thinking maybe should I say it? How should I say it? How is my deliverance? I'm like, always thinking about like other people's and how they're gonna feel it, how they're yeah. gonna take yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm so always in my head. Yeah. So what I do, I wait for everybody to talk and then I give my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm always that way. Oh. All the time, and that's something that my, my friend, my coworker, always tells me: just give your opinion. You know, like she always tells me, you have it in you. you yeah. You, you just like need the
0: confidence. So I'm like, alright,
5: alright, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but there's sometimes when I
0: just don't want to say anything, and I'm okay with that. You know? Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> sure. Has did, have you guys seen that shakiness in you too? Because you were talking about right now that it's build you up to be more. Yeah, you know
1: what? I think I think that uh, it helped it helped me tons. I feel like it helped me because uh, I have kids now and like all that stuff, you know, it helped me to, you know, it shaped me to be the dad that I am now, you know what I mean? All those things, those little things that I learned along the way with them, with my my siblings and my family, you know, know, I always look at things like uh, um, try to look at other people's mistakes Mm -hmm. and so that I don't. You know, make the same mistakes. I always, I'm always, i always trying to learn from everybody else's mistakes so that I don't. So that, yeah, I mean, what I did with my siblings or, you know, what, you know, I learned, you know, to do better with my kids. Yeah, that's
0: know. good. Good.
3: So, that is one thing I'm thankful for. Like, my yeah. son does not, he has yet to touch his, his, I mean, yeah, they'll scuffle, obviously, like, playing. Yeah. But he's never hit his sisters out of anger.
5: Mm, good. My yeah. son. Yeah.
3: And I planted that shit in his head a long time ago in the yeah. states. So I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad. You know, what I'm saying he never put his hands on the sister. So our sisters. Yeah. And so, and my, you know, my kids don't really fight like that either, like mm-hmm. out of anger. You know, I see some brothers and sisters fighting, like kids fighting out of anger. Like it's just,
0: awesome. just kind of weird. Yeah.
3: I feel like it's weird, and even my kids are like, "Why are they fighting?" Yeah. You know, like so. I'm glad they're like that. Whereas, you know, in my case, we would fight like that sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There were those times where, you know, I would make them cry out of anger or whatever. But,
5: you
3: know, so I kind of wanted to put a stop to that.
0: Okay. (laughs) Me too, Nancy? Skip? Skip. Skip. (laughs) 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 Okay. Um, Do you want to say something? sure all right all right I don't want to miss anybody okay so number six uh, as a grown adult do you see how your family shaped you we, we kind of talked about that right but um, I'm talking about more like habits traits outlooks in life you know because I'm gonna give an example so you how know, I was describing to you guys about my dad I've uh, also my mom kind of had uh, this anger because of you know what's going on in her life raising five kids and all that stuff, so I kind of took the traits of my dad and my mom in a negative way growing up, right? Like all my twenties, um, I was living the same life as my dad. I didn't go all the way deep, but I did travel. I did try a lot of drugs, right? I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only got hooked on weed. But that was, like, my main thing, right? So, um, um, but I did have to stop drinking because I got a DUI before I was even 21, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm the type, I got the trait of my dad that I have to go all the way. You know, I, ha- I don't care. Like, I'm going to feel it. I want to, I want to, I, I abused it, basically, right? So, um, and I also got the traits, the negative traits of my mom being very mean, to my lovers you know like mm. I was very cold I wasn't loving I wasn't affectionate I was just like yo digo esto yeah punto final right that's how I was really was on my 20s so I took the negative traits and I started uh noticing that right and I was like no I want to change that's why I think I lived a very um uh irresponsible life in my 20s you know because I was just like my dad I didn't want responsibility I didn't want none of that like you know I just I was scared of it You know, um, so that's why uh, everything changed for me. Like my habits started changing, uh, you know, because you know I talk about God a lot, right? But because I started experiencing the word of God, how it changed me. So now I'm thinking, okay, I want the positive attributes of my parents, right? Like my dad's very social. So I want to put that out there. I'm I'm social like my dad, but also hard worker like my mom, right? Like very independent. So it's kind of like a, I saw a lot of them, and it, and it stayed in me that it affected me in a negative way for a very long time. Right. So now I'm trying to change it like, OK, I need to be positive. I want a better ending for myself. Right. No then doubt. I was starting off to have. So do you guys find yourself having traits of your parents that kind of like stayed in you, but you want to change, you know, or do you like what you, you know, grew up I'm, with? I'm
3: looking for some right now to touch on that. Gosh. OK.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: you know what? Yeah, that's something something that uh, you kind of mentioned too, and I don't know. I, I've I've seen it in, in a lot of women, you know. And, and this was something that you know, my, with when when I moved with my aunt, you know, she she's she was more of a like an independent woman. She had a a good office job, you know. She um, she was like she's the type that like she wants more, like she wants to, yeah. and, and like which is good, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh she's a very strong woman a very like uh, how can I put it um Ambitious. yeah yeah so so uh you know uh she would always um she'd always be very uh, aggressive about things you know she would always say no excuses and yeah. and and um she never she never took the time to listen, you know, if there was a mistake or something like it was always no excuses, things need to be done and right. and uh so you know that's something that I always apply in my mind still and it's to no excuses, no excuses. But I know that, you know, a smarter person will will think about it. You know, there's not not necessarily excuses, but sometimes things happen and you yeah. can't get upset you you can't control everything, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, yeah. so that's something that I'm trying to um and i and I do and I exercise it a lot, you know that i i I don't react you know when things happen uh, Oh, okay I try not to get upset, you know um because uh you know that was something that that was like she was so fiery, she was so like
0: she quick uh, quickly reacted quick
1: to jump to the gun you know what, yeah. what I mean and so we'd always argue and always fight so you know, I was growing up. You know, younger. I was always like that. I was okay. very feisty. Like you tell me something, like you know. Yeah. And even when when I you know, when in my relationship, you mm-hmm. know, and that's something that, like. You know, you think you're right. You think like, mm-hmm. well, same here. Fuck, yeah. you know, I, I'm, you know. I know. I'm correct. Yeah. I, I know, and it's like most of the time you you don't know, and like you just don't want to say you're sorry exactly (laughs) yeah just say you're sorry you know i made a mistake you know what i mean and you know let's talk about it you know what i mean and uh that's something that was never in my house we were like we could never talk about it uh you know if she if if you know if she was wrong it didn't matter you know you can't go against against her word yeah so like you know growing up i was like that like mm. you know even if i'm wrong i'm right yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: no i feel that do you, you know, feel like so, it, you changed it did you notice it so i it?
1: changed it i i noticed i definitely noticed it um you know a lot of things that that uh you know i didn't like about myself were things that i i was carrying on mm-hmm. and i think that there were like I was carrying on like her, her mm-hmm. stuff. It was like that was I have. I realized that I don't have to be that way. I don't Absolutely. have to live my life that yeah. way, um, and I don't have to act like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, like a long time, a long, a long time ago, I chose like to. I chose. I said, oh you know what? I'm gonna live my life differently. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not gonna. You know, I. I know. You know, I know what uh, how I grew up and my habits and all I know but I know that and I know that that's not what I want I want different so I you know I really chose to live my life differently you know I I completely switched my life and it was because looking at those mistakes those things that were imprinted in me from growing up you know uh, um, you think they make you tough but they make you dumb yeah you know what I mean yeah
0: you kind of lose
1: yeah, you lose because yeah. you're being bitter because you're holding on because you can't, you know, move yeah. forward. Mm-hmm. So uh I, I I decided like I didn't want I didn't want to live like that, yeah, you know. Here. It was real heavy on me living like that, like arguing or like what you made know. What do you think that way? Like, like um you it know what? Like, okay, I it, so I much know. things were just keep happening to me. So so you know, so uh I had to make changes because I wanted different for myself. I wanted different in my life. Um and uh it, it was just so much to fight for, you know what I mean? For me. And uh you know, I have a lot of people that depend on me, my grandma and like aunts and like yeah. that I help, like yeah. that are you know, if something happens to me like I don't know what happens to them, you know what I mean? So okay. so I, I know that I I needed to do better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh what happened, really what happened is that, you know, uh, I I was doing really bad, I was doing bad, and I was noticing, and I was not caring, and, uh, you know, um, God always, God has always been with me, always, always, you know, and I always talk to him, and even in my bad times, you know, I would still thank him, and I would still be doing bad shit. You know yeah. what I mean? No, I was the same way. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, you
0: were.
4: I was the same way. Yeah. So,
1: so you know, um, <laughs> I was thankful for where I was, what I had, but I know that I wanted more, and I know that if I wanted more, you know, I had to give something in return. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to give. If I'm asking from him, then what am I gonna? What am I gonna do for him? Exactly. You know how how am I gonna change because everybody oh god please give me this amen. you know but once you get that or once that happens you for about, you you forget yeah. what you said yeah. yeah you know what I mean so like I, I I try to make sure that I always keep my word and even if I'm just talking to him or if I'm talking to a friend or whoever you know like my wife uh, the other day she goes uh it was something so small you know but I I something that I tell her like I don't want like not even if it's a little lie like don't lie to me like she mm-hmm. goes i didn't go downstairs like, who left the light on downstairs yeah. well i went downstairs really quick said, so you just lied to me for no reason you know what I mean? yeah. it's something small yeah. and dumb but like you but know for you it's something but good. for me because i'm trying to to practice that and i want to i want to push that onto my kids and, and because i see there's no there's no, nothing good comes from lying or or yeah. from you know so you know a lot of a lot of situations showed me you know so i want to just that's why i changed because what things that happened to me you know what i mean so um i was getting into big trouble and and like i was in a position where i was uh i i was going to lose everything mm. you know what i mean and it wasn't worth it it wasn't worth it i had to make mm-hmm. a you know, little by little, I I took the steps, but there was shit that was happening around me that people were, people, other people were losing, you know, you know, everything or their wives or their families or, and I was seeing myself like, it's happening, it's happening, like something was telling me like, look, like, look, open your eyes, you know. Yeah. And I was just ignoring it until I decided like, you know what. Enough is enough. Yeah. Know. So. No.
0: Did you feel like a story was repeating? Cause that's how I felt with me. Like I was repeating yes. the same story as my dad and my mom. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. So that's why I was like, no, I don't want that.
1: Yeah. You know? So so what happened is, uh, you know, me and my wife started splitting up. Mm-hmm. I was messing around. I was I was, I was I was pretty bad, man. I was I was dealing drugs. I had another I had another girl. You know, um, and I didn't care like I was you know like I was proud what? of it, I was like you know, I'm making money i'm I was out in the streets, I was at all the clubs, yeah. you know, uh I was making money, and uh you know, I thought I was the top of the world, you know, yeah. so um, I was making a lot of mistakes and and uh I forget. I, I'm sorry. I, I. No, go for what it. Was yeah. the question? No, because, no it's because you I, do want to. I started like, thinking. No, I know. We're like,
0: wait, wait, wait. Yeah. No, yes, yeah, so because it's going way back. We're huh? <laughs> going really deep, guys. No, it's because um, I just felt like uh, I was having those traits as my parents, but I. Wasn't. Oh yes. Yeah, yes. the change, right? Right. But it's it's like we have to wreck. It kind of like hit rock bottom. Yeah. To get yourself back so up, like you me, have no other place yeah. to go but up. So
1: that's what I was saying. So so it made me feel. Um, it made me, it reminded me of, 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 you know, my dad. Mm-hmm. So I started thinking like, Fuck, what's my son going to think of me? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and what's my daughter going to think of me? Yeah. And, you know, uh, maybe right now, you know, they don't care, but when they're older, they're, they're going to feel, they're going to yeah. remember. So I was like, man, I can't, I yeah. can't grow up. I, my kids can't grow up the same way I grew up. Yeah. So that's what, that's really what what's been pushing me to change yeah. you know what i mean uh i got arrested one time and my son was in the car with me mm-hmm. and uh you know it was i just felt so bad i yeah. felt so bad i was like the worst feeling ever and he was crying and he sees me in the cop car and you can hug him and i can't hug him. damn that must have hurt it and, so and, much. and yeah and the cop's like i'm gonna let him come talk to you but yeah. but uh you know, and, and like, fuck, like, what do I tell them? You know, yeah. I was like, I told them, you know, everything's going to be okay. And I'll, I'll be home tomorrow. You know, mm-hmm. don't worry about it. You know, I got in trouble, but I, deep down inside, I felt like crap. Like I felt like a piece of shit, you know, yeah. because I felt like I was that, like I was my dad, yeah. you know, leaving my kids yeah, like behind. So that, but you that, had, that cycle. yeah, that had a big, big, uh, a big effect in my life because that happened to me multiple times yeah and that last time you know uh, he was in the car with me because i got arrested a few times but that last time he was with me you know and i was just like i can't let that mm-hmm. happen again like i can just can't you know what i mean so that was the last time you know um that's the last time i got arrested and you know i i, I made a choice. You know, when I was in jail that that night, I told myself I'll n- I'm never gonna come back here again.
5: Good, yeah. You know,
1: and I changed, and I changed, uh, I changed a lot of things. You know, I, I stopped, uh, I stopped drinking. Um, I mean, it didn't happen right away. It's a process. But I was already like my mindset was like, yo, you that's that. it. This is it. Like so, little by little, I stopped. You know, I stopped selling drugs. That was probably the hardest part, and that but but that's what kept me, uh, in that cycle, the drugs, because, uh, you know, I, I'd always fall back to it. Like yeah. nobody could tell me anything. I'm making a lot of money and like the drugs, you know? So once I got rid of that, once I stopped, you know, and the re- honestly, the reason why I wanted to stop selling drugs is because I started seeing all my friends i was selling drugs and all my friends lives were messing up because of you it. know because of it and they were losing their their wives they were losing you know their jobs everybody was doing was doing drugs you know yeah. what i mean and i felt like well fuck i had a big part i introduced everybody i brought it you know around everybody had it at the parties because of me and everybody's you life you offered me i don't know. <laughs> and, and <laughs> everybody's life was messing up yeah. everybody's life around me was messing up and i saw it so i was like you know what i can't keep doing this to my friends yeah to the people that i love the people yeah. that i care for and uh and to myself you know i was like i, I can't keep living like that you know mm-hmm. uh, so yeah i was getting close i was getting close to getting busted they were gonna you know the feds i guess were on me or something They've been watching and, you. and yeah, and I got word from somebody. I got word from somebody uh that I was connected with that worked at the police department, and they told me they have all your info. They're taking pictures of you. They're getting ready to hit you. Yeah. So that same night, that the same day, we told me I went home, packed all my stuff, and I left that house in, in the middle of the night. I never came back, and I stopped selling drugs. That day I did it again. I'm not gonna lie, I did it again. I went back to it and it was just it was like it wasn't it was I could feel the heat, you know. Um everybody around me was was like getting hit. We were talking yeah. to the cops, people were like so it was like it's over. Yeah, like, it's, this over. Is it. it's over, it's over. Like so I I let go of whatever I had and uh I stopped selling drugs and I started Working, doing landscaping, mm. um, and it was terrible because it was <laughs> terrible. It was terrible because I was so used to having so much money, yeah, and not, and going, to and not yeah. going to work and not going to work. So I started doing, you know, landscaping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: hey, yeah. You Check be like, what's this? Yes, <laughs> no, yes, I'm yes, yes. So I, I started Gosh. getting,
1: I started getting like six hundred dollar checks. And I was like, oh my, and I was work busting, back yes, yes, busting my butt. And you know what, I told myself, you know what, suck it up, you know, like, I got to a point, honestly, I got to a point where I was so broken, and I told myself, like, this is all you're ever going to be, yeah. so suck it up, and get to work, you know, and I would tell myself, just suck it up, Yeah. you know, people would tell me stuff, like, hey, you know, whatever i gotta do it you know and uh, i sucked it up and i was like one day i told myself fuck it if i'm gonna be a gardener i'm gonna be the best damn gardener yes. and and i'm not gonna complain about it i'm gonna do it with a smile and so what happened is you know uh in three months i was uh i started at this company from the bottom and in three months i was running my own i had my own truck i had my wow. own crew and uh, and everybody, you know, was throwing me shade. You know, they they're giving me the hardest jobs, you know, the stuff they didn't want to do and I was like, you know what? I don't care. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna suck it up and I'm gonna do He's it because best. I'm gonna be the best fucking gardener.
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so so love my
5: flowers
0: So I check know. this out. So so
1: so I uh, I became you know, I was you know, I was pretty high up there and I ended up on this crew with this other guy and he wanted to be the boss and he was he was already a boss mm-hmm. and they put me and on his site so he didn't want me there so he told me like hey yeah, we don't have room for two bosses here so so he told me he goes uh um we're gonna have to uh give you a break and we'll call you when we need you again and I was like really I was like I didn't know he was hating because I was doing good I was younger I was faster I was you know I knew it so you know what I I left and I that same day I called my buddy up and I got another job so I started this other job. Didn't know how much I was gonna get paid. I just was like, I'll go. It's yeah. a gardener job, but I should have asked. So
5: <laughs> a month
1: came, a month came, and the guy gave me like five hundred dollars, <laughs> and I was like, Oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? I have to pay rent. Yeah. I have rent. I have kids. Yeah. I have groceries. You know. And around that, and, and around that time, you know, I was still drinking or whatever, and that's when I told myself. I remember I was, yeah. I got in the car and I told myself, "How in the hell am I gonna buy an, a beer when I don't even have a job right now?" <laughs> so I stopped. Funny? I stopped drinking and I haven't drank since. Wow. Since then, I haven't drank to this day. But what I did is, uh, after that guy paid me that money, I started my own business. I, I started my own route doing gardening, mm-hmm. and uh, I had a good friend of mine uh, help me. He still one of my best friends and uh he I before I knew it man I I had my own business and I was I was doing great good I let go of all you know the drugs all that stuff and uh it was it was hard you know in the beginning and I was struggling I swear for like a whole year every day I would come home like bloody like something would happen yeah you know, I cut my leg with a chainsaw. I was like, "Oh my god, that's like, not enough. Yeah. It, it was tough. Oh, it was tough, yeah. you know, but I sucked it up because you know, in my mind, I you know, I want to be the the best gardener. Yeah. So that happened and uh it went good for me and then I hired some people and and uh now they're working for me and Damn. and then I I have now I then I after that I started another business
0: which is um
1: uh, which is a, it's a delivery business. It's a marijuana delivery business. Um, ring,
5: ring. <laughs> yeah,
1: so, you know, that that was a little bit, uh it's a little bit tough, but I got my licensing and, um, you know, I did it the right way. And, uh, you know, when I was doing the gardening, somebody actually offered me, you know, if I wanted to do this and I was already looking into it. And they helped me, and uh, and I gave it all. Like I I put it all into it, and it it just boomed, man. And you know it was a a success. Yeah. So I still have that business, and I have another business. And now, um, you know, my hobby is my puppies. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know.
5: Yeah.
1: So.
0: You literally answered. The question of, that I was going to ask, uh, which is breaking family curses. Yeah. You broke your dad's curse.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because so, I
0: truly believe, like the Bible says, curses ha- uh, p- are passed down generation to generation, right? Yeah. And so you literally broke that curse. You're not going to end up like your dad. Yeah. And me, I'm not going to end up like the traits of our parents, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like a- another curse can be like um, uh, poorness. People are just used to just you know the same lifestyle you know they
1: yeah that that was uh that i think that's another thing that uh and my family you know uh i don't know why but everybody was just okay with everybody was just okay with working in the fields yeah you know what i mean everybody's it's that's life no and uh and for me i was just like man like i've come i've came all this way you know all these things that have happened to me and for me to just, you know, because I, like I said, I thought, I told myself, all you're going to be is a gardener. You know? yeah. That's all you're going to be. And the one day I was like,
5: no,
1: I can't, That that's not it. You know, that's not why my family fought for me to come here. That's exactly. not, yeah. you know, all the people that, that are dependent on me. That's not why, you know, that's not my, that's not my calling. I just feel like I'm just start, like I'm just finding myself mm-hmm. and, and like, I have so much more to do and I know that I have a lot of great things coming my way and uh and it's because uh, you know because I look at that and, and uh I look at the poorness that you know my grandmother she 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 just stopped working in the fields maybe like you know six seven years ago oh, wow. she's old you yeah. know she's yeah. an old lady and she's still out there and my grandpa and they're still out there in that's the fields. That's all they know. That's all they know, and like you know, I just wanted to break that curse, and like now I want, I want to give to them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I want to show them that that's there's more to life yeah. than just. Because they're being, all it is is being a slave, you Basically, know, Basically,
0: and, and now that you change that, your children are going to have a better, a, a better mentality yeah. for a greater, yeah. you know? So I feel like you break those chains and then you're going to show your kids, hey, mijo or miha, you can do this. Yeah. And then when they grow up, be like, yeah, I'm going to be better, dad. And then it's so on and so forth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, because I'm sorry, but because, yeah, because I think uh, they didn't, they wanted me to be a. Uh, in the fields too. At <laughs> we were
0: like, yeah, that's not gonna happen. Yo yeah. <laughs> no, me roso, yo no
3: puedo. No, I
0: will not make it in the fields. I'm sorry. No.
3: Like me, me seeing my my dad bust his ass. Yeah. And I like this man to this day, he's about to retire in two months. Mm. Every single day, 4:30. Yeah. Waking up 4:30, going to work, right? Um, me seeing that and this is going to sound kind of like harsh, right? But, and and he's okay. Like he never got, he never took his promotions that they gave him. He never wanted to move up. He never wanted to do the boss job. He just, he was cool. He's like, let me just spray and I'm good. I don't want no responsibilities. I'm all right. I don't, I'm not like that. Mm I'm, I'm, I can't, I can't do that. You're a Virgo. So yeah, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So same thing with my mom right my mom had the held the same freaking position in the county now she went through like one two and three or whatever the tears but for her whole career mm. i'm i just got hired i'm still in probation i'm already thinking what yeah. i want to do in two years yeah Where i'm gonna move in two years yeah. that's how i've always been my whole life so i think Looking at them and looking at others in my family with respects to them, of course.
5: Right, yeah. That
3: shaped me to not want to be like them
5: mm-hmm.
3: in that aspect. Like, because they're grinding. My dad's a grinder.
5: Yeah. My
3: dad's a grinder. Like, that man will outwork these new cats. And yeah. And I've heard it. Yeah. I'm always fact-checking him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, my mom was a grinder. Like, to this day, people still remember her from the county, of course. I mean, she just retired. So, right. oh, Rosita's your mom. Oh, I love her, blah, blah. Yeah. She's such a great worker, isn't that? And I would always tell her, like, why aren't you a supervisor? Mm. You know, why aren't you doing this? Well, ah, no, well, I don't want the responsibility. I don't want the headache. But, I mean, if that's how you look at it, you know, I, I don't want to look at it that way.
0: Yeah, that holds you, you know? back.
3: <laughs> Big time. Yeah. But who knows what they could have been doing, you know? Yeah. So, I always told myself, well, I ain't going to be like that. Yeah. Oh, hell no. Nah. Do hell you nah.
0: implement that to your children? Like-
3: oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. I mean, um, when I went to AAA and i and i got the the bare bottom of the barrel position which is dmv uh-huh. there had been people there for years i was like the first new hire in like 10 years and i promoted three times within five years oh wow nice good for you and they're like oh you're really bouncing around i'm like nah hell no, I'm not bouncing. this bettering myself what the fuck yeah. like yeah you know what i'm saying so that's one thing that my family shaped me to be It's like and it's like i said i don't want to sound Messed up, but I knew for a fact I didn't want to be like that. Mm -hmm. Seeing that made me want to be like, Mm -hmm. not want to be like that. Yeah. Seeing certain things made me know, fuck, I ain't doing no drugs. Mm -hmm. Like those drugs, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying, that they were doing. I ain't joining no fucking gang. Yeah. Because I saw what came out of that. Yeah. You know? Um, I grew up around it. I hung out with them. Yeah. You know, I remember securities asking me, I was like, hey, well, you know, why you kicking it with these knuckleheads? Yeah. I'm over here, the jock. Kicking it with the cholo's.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: I like, well, they're friends from the neighborhood. Yeah. you know, like I know that. They're just friends. Like I'm. Yeah. I'm not trying to chill with the gangsters. Yeah, they just happen to be That's gangsters. That's Pablito. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's you know, Pablito. they go. They go to my house. <laughs> like we have dinner together. something like they're, yeah. those are the homies. Like what yeah. the heck? So that that all seen all that, and then growing up in those neighborhoods too. You know, like I definitely didn't want. I was glad I didn't have it, and I'm mm-hmm. glad like i don't you know i learned a lot i i opened it opened my eyes good to to a lot of things and it definitely shaped me up good yeah
0: did you guys feel the same way like did you have to break something from your family that you didn't like that you were like i need change like so you could give better for your children
4: for me it's like i think um establish establishing a good relationship and and, and parenting i think that i know that they tried the best that they could uh, with what they had and I know that my mom it wasn't intentional. I mean she was it was an intention for her, for her husband to leave and not not help out uh, but I think that To really try to like be a mom be be present and have a, a solid relationship and just you know Have have what I, I never had growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know sitting down having dinners having discussions That's something that tradition that me and my husband do we have dinners together Um, you know, I'm always trying to think of how to make my family bond more, like, you know, go camping or, you know what I mean? I'm always trying to think to really strengthen my family because I didn't have that growing up. But it's not because, you know, I had a rough life. It was more like it was the circumstances that we were put in what we had, you know what I mean? So that's always something that I try to really, you know, implement in my family and in, in my household is to really be a good mom and to. To really have a good
6: relationship with my
4: husband. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. What about
6: you? You know what? It's uh, really similar as well. You know, growing up without a father, that was always my biggest thing. When I became a father, it was like I'm gonna be in my children's life. Yeah. That's what I said. No matter what. I mean, literally, it was no matter what. I have four children to this day. You know. uh, Not to talk. You know that. You know I'm being egotistic or anything like that. But I could say that I've always been that rock for them. Mm-hmm. Someone that they can rely on. Yeah. You know, that, that they can see as reliable in their life. It's dad's always gonna be there. And that was something that's been good and bad because bad is that I've neglected myself mm. because I wanted to be there for them so much, you know, like, cause what I didn't have was like, they're gonna have, like I'm always there at the ball game, so no matter what. Um, talking about promotions at jobs. Like I wouldn't take it because I knew if I did, I wouldn't be able to be at my children's games. Mm. You know, like I I literally chose them over me. Mm. Um, and I don't regret it, you know, as I got older in life, you know, I'm probably the oldest one here. Uh, you I'm, still look great, sir. Well, thank <laughs> you, thank you. But what I'm saying is that I've been able to just really to this day is you know, learn how to take care of myself, and it's still difficult. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I still have two younger children, you know. I have, I have children that are probably your guys' age, you know, two older ones. It's 31 and 27.
0: I'm single and know <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then I have
6: two younger ones, which are 16 and 9. And um, they, it's like two sets of kids, but same, you know, wife that I was when I was married. But they're being raised differently. Mm -hmm. My two younger ones are being raised more, uh, where I would say I'm more emotionally connected. Mm, As you were talking about, you know, having those different. Because with my two oldest ones, it was like a child raising children. Right. I was young. Yeah. And so they were raised differently. So the traits that I broke have been that I've been there Mm -hmm. because I didn't have that father figure. And um, also, too, that today is you know, I got to take care of me because if I'm not grounded physically, mentally, and spiritually, you know what? I'm just there. Yeah.
5: Hmm.
6: You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's, a, there's a, there's a difference just being there and actually being there. Exactly. Like, involved. Yeah. And that's where I think I broke. broken because my mom was a hardworking woman. You know, she worked two jobs in the fields as well. I'm working at arm tech out here and just trying to do everything she could us, you know, us. And, um, she was there loving, but a lot of times it was like, I said, it was, just high and by quickly, you know, a lot of that stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I broke it and like I said it's been good. And,
0: good. You, know. you are a very good dad. Thank you. Thank yeah, you I heard part. great things about it, yeah. Thank you. And- All right, guys, we're back. Just a little setback, but we're back. Nancy, do you want to say anything? Yeah, for me, was I how I said earlier
2: that um, how it was very awkward to show love to each other. Yeah. Like on our birthdays and that. Um, I made, I was, wanted to make, sure that I was able to show that to my daughter. Mm-hmm. Always letting her know that, I'm, that I love her. Yeah. I love you. Have a birthday hugger, you know. Yeah. And always letting her know, like, you yeah. know, and tell her, like, I love you, babe, you know. So, and I never got that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's weird. That's, I'm glad you brought that up also because I, that's like how I said earlier that I was in loving and affection because my mom wasn't that way. She didn't have time. She was always working, right? So I started changing it with Analia's daughter, the, her recent daughter. Right. I started being like loving because I kind of felt like if I'm loving, what if they reject me? You know? So I don't know. I planted that in my head. And so that's why, cause my dad left. So I felt like that rejection, you know, like, right. you know, he did not my love for him. Wasn't enough for him to stay basically. You know what I mean? So that's why I was like, no, I can't show affection. And then so, but once those barriers were broken, I was like, no, what am I talking about? You know, I need to love, right? That's, that's part of what the Bible no. says. You yeah. know what I mean? So I started, uh, doing that with my goddaughter and she loves me so much and when i don't love her when i don't got time she gets mad at me like she will open the door like love me right and i'm like oh my god somebody loves my love right oh so now god. it's kind of like okay love will not backfire mm-hmm. you know so i yeah. think that's one another thing that i had to break away from
1: yeah, yeah definitely that was i want to you know talk about that because yeah uh it, you know for me it was uh because of the way that I grew up, you know, it was hard for me to trust, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so so when it came to that, I was also very scared, to, you know, to get my love, you know? Um, and I thought, you know, when you're younger, you think, oh, you love somebody, but yeah. you know, you're you're a kid. So now, you know, well, maybe I'm still a kid. I don't know, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> You know what? You know what? uh, What I learned was, or what I tried to tell myself is that, um, you know, when I when I made the change, I told myself, you know, you, you you know, if I stop myself from loving, then I'm not, you know, I'm not giving somebody my all. So how do I really Mm -hmm. love them? You know what I mean? So you gotta, you know, when you love, you gotta love unconditionally. Yeah. So if that person does something bad to you, or or let's say my wife you know, cheats on me, or, or, you know, whatever she does, something bad, mm-hmm. you know, that's on her, yeah. you know, me, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't change the fact that, you know, who I am, exactly. you know, my love is, you know, if you decide to mistreat it, misuse it, you know, that's on you, and I can't be upset, because mm-hmm. I can't control it, exactly, I yeah. can't, I can't do nothing about it, but just love, I mm-hmm. can only give the love, you can take it, or you can, not take it, mm-hmm. you know, and anything after that is up to the other person, you know what I mean, so um, regardless of what somebody's gonna do, don't be afraid, mm-hmm. because you're being genuine, mm-hmm. you know, and if you hold yourself back, then how do you know, you know, you really love that person, because you have to, you have to, sure. it's, al- it's almost like, you know, that test, like, when you just fall back, and somebody's, yeah, it's catcher, yeah. like, you gotta just hope, that that person's going to catch your love and give it back. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Because, uh, yeah. yeah, because, uh, you know, if, you, if you, you're always living like that, and, you know, for a long time I was like that. I didn't trust anybody. I You know, I wouldn't let nobody get too close to me, you know? And it was, you know, the fear of, you know, the same thing happening where, like, you know, I get close to a family or close to someone, and then, boom, they're gone. Mm -hmm. and then I get hurt, so then I didn't want to get hurt again, Mm -hmm. you know, but then I, I, how can I feel the love Mm -hmm. if I don't take the chance? Exactly. So, you know, that's where I told myself, you know, I'm never going to be like that, you know, and I'm not going to stop myself. Even if I give my love to the wrong person or, you know, do a nice gesture for the wrong person and they take it for granted or they mistreat me or whatever, that's fine with me because... You know, at least you were honest I with did, your feelings. Right. I did yeah. you know, honest, I did it honestly and willingly mm-hmm. from my heart. Now if yeah. you do something else then That's you. Whatever. Like yeah. it, it can't it's not
5: a reflection
0: it, of you. Yeah.
1: Right, right.
0: Okay, so um since we're in this topic about um breaking uh, chains and stuff like that, um for some reason um a lot of fathers are not present, you know what I mean? Like uh when parents divorce or separate, right? Like ours, um, or something happens, or something like that, right? What do you guys think as grown adults now, the importance of a father figure?
3: Very important.
0: Well, how, how, so? I'm gonna, how so? you
3: do I'm that? gonna tell you right now. I, I, growing up around friends and and both, both men and women, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you could see how it did affect a few. Mm-hmm. Um they, that, what's that one phrase, um, daddy issues, mm-hmm. that's real, yeah. that's, that's real. real shit right there, um, another one is, you know, there's certain fellas that don't know how to treat a lady,
5: mm-hmm.
3: you know, there's certain fellas that, you know, they didn't have that positive father figure, you know, in their, in their life to put them up on game, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I don't want it to sound like a cool thing, like, boom, put you up on game, but, mm-hmm. It is what it is. Yeah. Um. So I that and that's one of the things I respect about this fool right here. And I'll gas this fool up all day because he's my boy, mm-hmm. right? And I let this fool know, yo, hey, you came a long way, G. Like I, I tell you, he really this fool did, that. yeah. So and that's why I wanted him for this, cause like I give a lot of respect to friends and just people that I meet that that didn't have it but are doing it. Mm-hmm. So. You know, it's unfortunate some don't have it, but it's very important to to have that father figure, It is. especially for a for a young boy.
5: Mm-hmm. You
3: know, like my son, he's with me a lot, mm-hmm. and his mom kind of, she kind of like wishes she would stay, he would stay more with her, but she understands, mm-hmm. and I had to t- kind of tell her too a little bit, like yo, he's he's a young man, like he's thirteen.
1: It's important.
3: It's very important. You know, like.
5: He loves you. <laughs>
3: Yeah, like I see him slipping, I'm like, "Hey, did you shower today? Yeah. Did you put on deodorant? You know, you're 13. Mm-hmm. Did you brush your grill? Mm-hmm. Like these are things that a man needs to tell a boy. Yeah, and only men know yeah. because men. Yo, were, yeah. there, scrub, they were there. You know, scrub it. You know what I'm saying? All that.
1: <laughs> like, you know what I'm
3: saying? You're yeah. gonna be shaving soon. Like this fool has a little peach fuzz already. I'm like,
1: <laughs> wow.
6: Whoa. Buddy. You know, yeah. I talked to him about girls yeah. already.
3: Yeah. Like, little, yeah, so a mom can do that. A mom can do that, right? A mom can do anything a, a dad can, but it's not going to be the same. No, because same. we don't know. We're and women. We we could only same.
0: relate to the women. Yeah. We gave birth to the children, but we could only to a certain extent, I think. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. and about that uh, daddy issues, um, a lot of girls... Why are you laughing?
1: Are you laughing? <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell her something.
3: <laughs> don't rub it in. Ask real. <laughs> no,
1: I've seen it. No, no,
0: no. Um, a lot of girls tend to... Uh, fall for any guy because they want that comfort they, they want that need they want that you yeah. know what I mean but in my way it was like because my dad left me I don't want a guy because yeah. I was protecting myself do you know what I mean so I the, don't need a man yeah, yeah so there was two there's two different kinds people only think that it's only oh I, I need you I'll do anything for you needy. no needy but mm-hmm. it's more than that too there's other type of girls that are like no I'm not going to give you my heart. stronger heartless.
1: will yeah, yeah it's like yeah. and
0: it's well they're both You're wrong resistant.
3: And I'll tell you what, with all respect, my my ex, mm-hmm. her pops was always there, right? He was he was he was always in the picture, provider, all all that, but he was never a loving father. Mm. And this is from her telling me, right? Mm-hmm. We talked a lot. We, I know a lot about her. So he was never that loving father. He was that father that provided, but was never really there.
5: Mm.
3: So it's a big difference.
0: Yeah, totally.
3: I'm a very loving, affectionate dude. So our relationship was kind of tainted because of that. Mm. Like she never, she believes in ah. Uh,
1: that is affectionate. I, I don't man. need,
3: I don't need that. I don't. Need, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need a man. Like right now, like she's like, nah, I don't need a man. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I could do it. Like girl power type thing. Like uh-huh. I'm a strong black woman.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: And I respect that. I respect the shit out of that. Yeah. But I sort of look, like, I mean, eventually you're gonna want that partner. You're gonna, you know. A man is, you know, a man and woman is what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure you're going to find that person that, nah, like she's so tough. Mm-hmm. And I just, you could just tell.
1: And it comes from. It yeah. comes from not having that, that loving pop.
3: Yeah. He was there, but he wasn't present. He was present. there, but he wasn't very, he wasn't yeah. affectionate. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm really loving with my girls and even Good. with my son. Even with my son. Because
0: the girl's first love is her father.
3: Yeah, that's they're my Valentine's simple. day. Yeah. You know, I like like me and my my middle child had a little Starbucks date today. Oh,
5: that's I
0: cute. make
3: I make I make it a point to do something with them to 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 show them that I love them. Yeah. I tell him I love them every day. Yeah. You know, yeah. my son, I tell him I love him every day. Yeah. I don't think there's nothing wrong. I give him a kiss in the cheek, smacking the head. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it's it's something it's important to me. Yeah, it's yeah. important to me, and and unfortunately she didn't have that, and she tells the kids that. Yeah. She straight up tells uh, the girls that, because my little Jazzy's kind of like, ah, you know, she's a teenager already, so she's mm-hmm. kind of like, ah, oh, stop that.
5: Yeah.
3: And then my uh, my ex general she'll tell her, hey, no, like your daddy's showing you love. I never had that. Yeah. Same thing with the grandparents. I know this kind of out of topic, but same thing with the grandparents. Like, no, hey, you got to visit your grandparents. I never had my grandparents. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Very important. Be thankful, yeah. Very Take important. advantage of it that you have yes. it. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> because um, also, when I was, I don't know if you guys ever heard the, the topic when I did with that uh, therapist about pedophile, pedophilia. And uh, when I was doing studying for that one, I, I came across, t- how do you say, statistically?
3: Statistically.
0: Yeah. Um, when a, a man, a boy, doesn't have the father, technically, the that boy becomes an atheist. They don't believe in God, right? Mm. And if the mom is abusive, then that child becomes um, uh, come say, um, uh, Low self-esteem No, it's if if the if the mom is abusive and the father's not present, then they kinda of become serial killers. They so, start building those... Uh, so uh uh-huh, they start building those. Yeah, they start building that because the lack of a father and the abusive of a, mo- a mother, right? Wow. So I started seeing that and I, and I was like, damn, the importance of a father figure, mm. you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's a so lot. I, I've seen that statistic
4: too, like they're more likely to go to jail, they're more likely to... Um, commit a crime.
1: Commit yeah. Crimes, mm.
4: And they're more likely to not believe in God. Yeah. Which in some people
0: that doesn't matter. No, right. but, um, but just to see
4: like even... That takes an effect mm-hmm.
1: like yeah. in a higher, higher right yeah. and and it's because of of you know when you grow up and you don't have a dad or a mom present um you know who do you respect yeah. who who's gonna tell you who to respect exactly yeah. so you grow up and you, you I, don't like don't to I don't yeah. gotta listen to nobody, I don't gotta listen to nobody I'm yeah. listen to myself, and yeah. that's it you yeah. know. Yeah. So how
0: do you feel You're a father too? So how do you feel the importance of,
1: a- uh, you know, it's very, very, very important. Um, you know, obviously when I was younger, I, you know, I, I didn't have a dad that was present, you know? Uh, but when, when I, you know, moved with my aunt and my uncle, you know, he's the one that, that I said he was more like a father figure to me. Yeah. Um, you know, he. I learned so much. That's when I learned respect, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I started, you know, like, I got to respect. Before, I kind of was like, You're, you, I was like a little kid, a little ghetto kid in the streets. Yeah. So you don't care if I would say bad words to adults, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't care. So, when I moved with them, you know, I, I, like, I, I looked at him, I respected him, not because he demanded it from me, mm-hmm. but because the way he carried himself, the way he was... He was polite he you know he talked to me he treated me well and um so that you know they showed me like you know a man is not you know the guy on the street with the gun like exactly. that's that's not a, that's, not, that's that. not the man you know what I mean the man is the guy that has a job that's taking care yeah. of his family his yeah. mom you know so that changed me, like, that changed uh, the way I looked at things a lot. Because, yeah. I mean, I still, um, you know, had other figures around that weren't so positive, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, I, I had a lot of people around, but he was the one that showed me, like, what a father's supposed to be, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it was very important to me, I think, to this day, you know, like, we have we have a real... I I call him dad and he calls me his son, you know, still I go visit him. Like he calls me all that, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, it's, I think it's very important because I think if I wouldn't have had that, Mm -hmm. I think I probably would have been worse. Yeah. You know, I probably would have never like thought to think of a different way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he showed me, he came along and he was just like, you know let's go he showed me a different way he took me fishing like there was no like I wasn't fighting anymore like Mm -hmm. he would talk to me if I would get out because I would get into fights he would talk to me like hey you can't do that anymore Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like there's no need for that yeah you know what I mean and he showed me you know different things how to play baseball Mm -hmm. so uh it's very I think it's very important um because just having a mother you know it shows you love but you you kind of like it's different, you know. Mm-hmm. You need that some that man figure to tell you like it's gonna be okay. Yeah. You can do something different because if not, you won't under you just won't understand. Yeah. And you you'll think oh my mom doesn't know anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when yeah. you have that other perspective, you know, from a guy, you mm-hmm. think different. You Honestly, yeah. I think you do. You know, yeah. so it's very important.
5: You know? Yeah,
2: I agree, Nancy. What do you think? Yeah. Can you always tell that I want to say something. No, I- <laughs> <laughs> no um i want to go back to what you were saying about how um like if um like if you if you grow up and then you're without a father and an abusive mother mm-hmm. um I actually agree with that because okay. I'm kind of like connecting with my one of my cousins again okay and um he has like a he's in a tough situation right now okay so and he's into into drugs but he's trying to like you know uh, change and um, so I picked him up it was this week I picked him up at in and out which was just right across the street from where I work and so um, I picked him up and I was gonna take him home and so we were talking in the car and then he was telling me how he you know he went for interviews he had a tight on he was you know dressed up. And he's like, oh, yeah, I just came from, you know, doing some, some interviews, looking for a job. And um, I went to sign up for anger management. And then he, he said, I'm just like, I just don't want to get like uh, out of control anymore um, with his ex because she doesn't let him see his kids. And every time that they try to talk, he's always like, he just can't control himself. Yeah. And, um, so, so we were, you know, we were, driving, I was driving him home and then when we got to his house, we, we were parked and, oh no, it, well actually we were, I was like, well maybe you should go, you know, I, I thought it's good that you're looking, you know, you're looking for help. Maybe, I mean, if that doesn't help, maybe you should go to church Yeah, know, that might help. He's like, no, I don't believe in God. Oh, okay. Mm. And then I was like, okay, you know. And then, so we were driving, and then when I parked, we were talking more. And then he was telling me how his mom, my aunt, is very, she's very um, verbally abusive to him. Always, everything that comes out of her mouth is negative. Like saying, yeah, like he's trying to do good, and Mm -hmm. then um, she's always like, oh, I know that you only have like three more days, and then you're gonna go back to your shit again, you know?
1: Instead yeah. of being
2: positive, right. or yeah. you know, positive. Positive. she's wonder. very. And I can I already, I already know who she is. So she's very tough and very. Uh, I know she's verbally abusive to him. Mm-hmm. And, and then he was telling me how, um, and, and I was thinking maybe this is why he lives this kind of life because he lost his brother, his little brother when he was six. My cousin, the mm-hmm. one that died, he was sixteen. He died at mm-hmm. 16. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, he feels guilty but he's living with that guilt mm-hmm. because he was going to go out to a party and my aunt didn't let him mm-hmm. and so my cousin, he's the one that let him go uh, so yeah. he said, he stopped his mom and he said, let him go to the party yeah. and he let him go and so he went to the party and never came back that night oh shit Damn and um
0: so he's that also has that in him. so he has
2: that guilt mm-hmm. he lives with that guilt and probably maybe that's why my aunt has that anger towards him too mm-hmm. thinking oh it's your fault that you know if you would have listened to so me they have a lot of healing yeah. to do yeah. so you know when you that's were true. saying that you know they grew up not believing in god so i think yeah. maybe that's why. yeah she Yeah. not believe in god
0: yeah, it's kind of uh, like you know how God is uh,
2: also called Father. So since they don't have a father, they he don't didn't grow up with the father. The times that the father was there, he was he lived in the domestic violence situation. So if it was if it wasn't that, the father wasn't there. Mm. He was never there. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you see how the 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 foundation is so important? Yeah, like yeah. if it's if it's off balance, yeah. then it's going to trouble the child for the future. Yeah. Like we can we can't blame the parents because a lot of people will be like, "Well, you need to grow up too and have your own ways yeah. of thinking." No, but that's what's rooted in us yeah. though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we we ourselves have to break away from that. It's hard. Yeah. 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 You know, some not everybody has a perfect little family, right?
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so I'm going to skip to um, let's see. Okay, if you guys could go back to your old self when you were a child, and now that you, you know you have the wisdom now you're all grown, what would you tell yourself? If you see yourself right now as a as a kid, you could go back. What would you tell yourself? Speak up. Speak up. Okay.
5: Yeah.
4: I think mean, that's what I would tell myself. Like, you know, because, I, you know, I, I, growing up with older siblings, you know, my two sisters and my brother, and he's only only male, so... you
0: got all those. I had a...
4: I didn't... My voice was not heard.
5: Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. then she was a
4: baby, and so I was always the lost child. So, you know, I think that now, um, just be more confident. Yeah. Bold and just speak up and then just speak your truth and be you like that. That's something that I... Will, to my child yeah but my child
0: self yeah i think i would tell myself don't be afraid of love I, it's something that i i regret i should have learned a long time ago you know what i mean like love yourself and and trust that people will love you back i think that's what i would tell myself because i really fought with that for a very long time i didn't even know i, I used to be that way until i caught myself be like whoa you messed another relationship up. You know what I mean? Because of your insecurities, because of that. You know. So I think I will tell myself that. Yeah. What about you, Jose? Um,
1: I would tell myself. I would say it's gonna be okay. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I I just. It's a tough you know, one, right? Like a if you think about it. It's a tough one because you know I wouldn't. I I wouldn't change anything. Yeah. So I would just say you really? know. I would just say you know, it's going to be okay and hang yeah. in there. Because, strong. because I, I, you know, even though all that stuff happened, I love who I am now. You know yeah. what I mean? Um. And it's crazy because I remember, you know, crying and praying and like, and, you know, I would always think like, damn, when is life going to get better? You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, now I'm like, Life's better. Life's better. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah so I'm true. like, I'm happy, you know, that yeah. I went through that because I don't think I would have enjoyed my yeah. life as much as I enjoy it now if yeah. I didn't go yeah. through that. You, know? you so. learn
0: so much.
1: Yeah. So like, I'm glad to see all the bad because I can, because it allows me to see the good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: Como se ama? There's this preacher that I listen to. Her name is Joyce Myers, right? And she got raped by her father constantly, right? and she even asked god like why did you let that happen like that was my own father right and it it placed in her heart that when she grew up and she forgave him and all that stuff she was like i'm glad that happened too because i know there's other girls out there they're going through the same thing that i could tell them too you're going to be okay yeah you know what i mean you're going to get through this you can forgive you can love yourself you can you know what i mean like everybody's battles are so different like I'm like I'm the hearing yours. and I'm like wow, like that you're so strong, right? But that strength built you. That everything yeah. built you. That you could pass down that wisdom to other people. Like I'm like wow. No, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> what, right. eh? Eh? what about you? Um,
3: I would say don't be uh, wasteful of time and uh, save your money. Yeah. Because I blew through a lot of money. I didn't save any money. When I was making decent money, you know, as a single man, living with my parents. And I feel like I wasted a lot of time just, you know, fiddling my thumbs with, you know, am I going to go to school in Arizona? Am I going to go to school in LA? Mm -hmm. Then I would just end up working.
0: Yeah.
3: You know, when I could have just said, screw it, go to like to a tech school and get a solid job. Mm -hmm. You know, so I feel like I wasted a lot of my time, just a lot of gagging and... You know, not, not really jumping onto something real quick, you know?
5: Yeah.
3: I'm not going to say I was lazy or anything like that, but I just feel like I wasted a lot of time because mm-hmm. uh, I'm 36 now and I just, I look back at, at what, what's been mm-hmm. and I'm like, yo, like I should have been doing a lot more
5: mm-hmm.
3: in my early twenties than what I did. Yeah. So I would tell myself, yo, don't waste no time. Good. Don't That's waste good no one. time. Jump on it and get to it. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. What about you, Nancy? Me, what
2: I would tell myself? Yeah, if you saw little Nancy. <laughs> like, be mm. confident, girl. Yeah. yeah. Who cares what people are saying? who cares care yeah. about what people think about you. Yes. Yeah. Oh dile. my God! Yes. When we we're in high school, she would think so much about what people thought about her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes, <I guess> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, guys. I'll give you my final conclusion. Oh. As to for my conclusion, I'm going to try to make it short, but um, as we we're talking about, our foundation is our parents. It's basically your mom and your dad and their foundation was their parents as well. And it keeps going back. Right. So our parents just did their best and what they were taught. And a lot of people did have um, their parents and good structure and good upbringing, good education, a good neighborhood. I'm so happy for you guys. That's a great blessing. Don't take that for granted. However, if you observe our society, even your friends or within me, as for me, I didn't have that upbringing, unfortunately. Some don't have that luxury, right? So I want to talk to those people who had a bad start or, you know, a little rocky start. And I just want to encourage you that it's not over yet. It's not over yet. We could literally, we, there's still hope basically. And the best hope that I could give you is and present to you is God. Only God can go to the deepest to your soul. He could go to the deepest of the secrets of your mind that only you know. And he could heal you and restore you. And when he does that, God is so gentle that he will unveil to you what needs to be addressed, right? Let's not put things under the rug. And that's what the enemy wants you to do so you could continue with those chains. No, let's unveil everything that is dark, right? So you could be free. So you could have a better future, not only for yourself, but for your surroundings, for your friends, for your neighbors, for your children, and for your children's children. Give that to yourself, a better future than what your parents had or what you had as a child, right? So the best way to do it is through God he is the one who could take you further down and I know a lot of people didn't have a father figure or didn't have a mom but I will tell you God is like your father like in Jeremiah uh um Chapter 1, uh, verse 5 says, Before I formed you, I knew in the wound, I knew you. And Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans I have for you, and they're plans for good, not for disaster, not to confuse you, not to destroy you, no, no, none of that. That's a lie. God has a better future for you, too, and a better hope for you because He loves you that much, right? So if you can accept that, you will know that, hey, maybe you didn't have a physical father, but you do have a spiritual father, which is greater. He's more powerful than anything, right? He wants for you to prosper and for your children and generation after generation to succeed even more. That's what God wants, right? So I would to encourage you on that. But it all starts within, because God cannot force himself on you. It's like you have to give that permission. It all starts within to, that we could... You know, make that room for God. So I want to encourage you. That's that's been my personal experience that it helped me to change my life completely. And um, whoever knows me knows that I used to be a reckless, you know, careless fool, a very selfish one. To add, but now I'm thinking, no, let's let's do better for ourselves. Let's do better for our nieces. Let's do better for you know our my friends. Uh, kids. Let's do better for that. Let's give that for ourselves, right? And the best way is, again, 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 through God. Okay, guys, so um, this is your girl, Little Rose, and I hope you are blessed with this podcast and this episode. Stay blessed. So I'll see you around. God bless.